Happy Mother's Day to all the great moms out there, especially Jim Bentley's mom. Oh, here it goes. Good one. Uh, the HR department, by the way, has apparently has somebody issued a complaint. I don't know if it was Jim Bentley or somebody from outside the show, and they said that, in HR's opinion, Hawk was telling the truth, and therefore they couldn't take any action. <laughs> HR, HR and I had a heated exchange. The I truth guess is Hawk's defense. They did tell Hawk to be careful, though, that to try to be respectful. So we'll see if we see a new Hawk today. Mrs. HR- Bentley is a saint. Does HR have anything to say about the fact that Hawk is long dead? No, that uh, that was not discussed. Apparently, uh, they accept that he still exists in this strange form (laughs) on the show. (laughs) But uh, anyway, all right, so here we are. Mother's Day is Sunday. I hope everybody's uh, taking care of business. Um, What are you doing for Mother's Day, Trudy? Uh, I don't know. know? Fucking off. Hey, I hope Zoobs is taking care of business. Uh, show is comes to you from the dealers and deals in the D.com studios and our sponsor is Hall Financial. They've got a lot of great programs right now. They are our biggest sponsor and they've got a great program. 1% down with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payments for qualified buyers. Or if you're thinking about uh, refi or spring summer renovations or second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your house. Call Hall now and get uh, click the link on the website to get started. Or you can call them at 866-CALL-HALL and make sure to tell them we sent you. And don't let the media let you think the interest rates are increasing. They've actually been falling. Do people in the mortgage business hate the media too? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, well, most people like the media. The mortgage industry doesn't. I see. So how how are they able to well, sort of game the, the interest rate, though? How does, how does well, that work? There's, well, there's multiple factors. The CPI, the uh, um, <laughs> you want to talk about consumer price index? When that data came out... I love it, how brilliant you are. It just actually like brought, that. brought the <laughs> interest blah, blah, rates blah. down. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's right, though. He's right Boring. there. Every time uh, Jim talked about mortgages, I'm quite impressed. And I think yeah. Jim and I share a love of numbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You too. You two, like, go back and forth. It's like a tennis game of numbers. <laughs> we do. And uh, that's why I think we're both enjoying the YouTube channel. Nerd. I feel like I drive you crazy, but I'll look at it and I'll go, Dork. oh, it's here right now. Where's it going to be in an hour? No, I, I'm, intri- here. I'm interested. <laughs> you're being called. popping off. You're being called a nerd by Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get mad on the line. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Last uh, game. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll discuss the YouTube channel late, later. It's not oh quite boy. the income source I was expecting it to be. It's, uh, well, it takes time. I'm starting to understand all these people that complain about these these platforms and what they pay them for their hard work. We have we've got like 250,000 views. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's very good in a month. That's what I thought. Gained over 7,000 subscribers in a month. How many? How much did we get? Like a nickel. Uh, no, we get more than a nickel. I'll discuss this later okay, in great okay. detail. It's quite, it's quite fascinating to me. But uh, first, before we get Maz on the horn, he's actually on the horn. Mother's Day is just around the corner. It's really around the corner. And how about Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia for a great meal for mom. Fresh quality meat, seafood, the finest produce. Joe's has it all. Oh, this commercial makes me hungry. 
They pride themselves on offering the best ingredients so you can create a delicious and memorable meal for your mom on her special day. By the way, Trudy, we've had complaints about you chewing on things during the show. Uh, oh, I was eating popcorn. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I don't think it was just the popcorn. I think it's happened on a few occasions. According to a couple people, they feel you are the person. I'm hungry. I don't, I don't know how they singled you out. Uh, yeah, how do they know? I don't know. There's four microphones. Do I, I eat on... On the YouTube, on YouTube videos? No, Do you no. Ever? Well, you don't know what's going to be the YouTube video, <laughs> no, I so don't. you may well. But uh, back to Joe's Produce. They're, yeah. in, they're on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia. Give your mom the best Mother's Day meal she deserves. Or, you know what, if you don't do Mother's Day, do another day. The food is fantastic. Joe's Produce Gourmet Market, the freshest produce and highest quality meats in town. If you're a foodie, you'll love Joe's. And, uh, of course, Tom Masway is brought to you by Legacy Partners, When's the last time you checked your home and auto insurance rates? Uh, if you haven't checked in the past year, chances are you're paying too much. And once you work with Legacy Partners, they're checking all the time because they're independent. So that's a pretty good deal. Not only do they do home and auto, they also have great life insurance. They can get you signed up for Medicare, Medicaid. So give them a call today for any instance, any need, 586-209-4106. 586-209-4106. And they bring you Tom Mazaway. It's Mass Day, bitches! It's Mass Day! It's Mass Day! Mass! Hey, guys, I'm, I'm honored uh, to lead, uh, be one of the leader offers here of the, uh, of the show, although I do feel like it's, uh, it's just a quick get-it-over-with-Mads with routine. Well, there has been... Oh. The show's been known to space out on the segment a couple times. <laughs> and because it's, kidding, it's a sponsored segment, it needs to run... So, therefore, I thought, why don't we do it at the beginning, and then we won't have to worry about remembering it. Because your window was kind of small, but then in studying the window today, we learned that bowling league is over. So, we were worried about nothing. Until September. Now, I am bowling on Tuesday night, if you want to do it then. I I just don't don't have enough details to think about. I'm going to crowd my brain. Okay, Maz's bowling league starts up in September, and you have Tuesday bowling league. Okay, we're okay for today. Right? (sighs) Good, man. I'm sitting here at work. I'm reading on the latest uh, in horse racing. Now another trainer has been suspended uh, in horse racing for, for killing a, a horse test on one of the one of the great horses. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, the industry has a problem when the uh, the final score at the Kentucky Derby is seven horses dead and one winner. Seven, uh, seven yeah, dead, one winner. I thought Dave they had a mass the shooting was, there or something. Uh, he ran a great race. <laughs> <laughs> mass for him. shooting at a mass, a mass shooter a, was at Churchill Downs. Oh my God! One. Um, why don't we move on to something a little more relatable, like the uh, Lions? We've got some information on their season. They're going to open at Kansas City. Whoa! Isn't that something? That's yeah. pretty. Actually, that's it's a big really game. That's kicking exciting. off the season. Kicking yeah. off the season at the the champion NFL. You know what I, I was immediately concerned about was: is it possible that okay they are the Super Bowl champs? What if it's like a 35 to 17 beatdown or a 42 yeah, to 10 or something? <laughs> just deflated. Like we beat Kansas be. City? It won't be. You don't think so? What, what, okay, what's the line, Maz? Or your first line in this game? Seven. Seven it's points? Seven. Yes, it's seven. It's still a lot. Now, in reality, if this game was played midseason, it would be, well, depending on what teams do, but it would probably be 10. Seven, wait. Seven, both teams coming off a layoff, a nice uh, six-month layoff. Only seven at Arrowhead? Yeah. I'm telling really? you, it's low, right? Okay. Um, and how about the Thursday night games? we got Green Bay twice, week four, and then Thanksgiving at home. 
Three major yes, national sir. games. Got that. Not bad. Not bad at all. And they got a Monday night game against the Raiders. That's not official yet, but that's what we understand is going to happen. And they supposedly will end the year against the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see you tonight, 8 o'clock uh, for NFL Network. I see. It was a, so it sounds like there was some deep research going on at Woodward Sports today on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I basically have the entire schedule. Uh, really? Is that a brag? I did, too. I saw it, too. Wait, the full <laughs> schedule? I haven't seen the full schedule. Is there a full schedule? It's let me, let me, kind of falling like leaking. Let me give it to you real quick. Here we go. You got the Chiefs opening day, okay. then home for Seattle, oh and home one. for Atlanta. Two and one. Yep. Next. Packers. Three and one. At, uh, at the Packers. That's Thursday on night. Thursday night. I'm yep. going to say three and one. Go ahead, man. Slow okay. down. Yeah, take your time. Carolina. Home. Um, I'm going to say we'll lose that. No. Uh, at home, yeah, I guess it four, four and one. I think that's an iffy one, though. I'm going to go the other way on something else to make up for it. Four and one. Okay. They owe Carolina. Remember last year? They beat our ass. The second just because you week. owe them doesn't mean you win. <laughs> I know. You still have to play. Then supposedly we're on the road for the next two weeks at Tampa at Baltimore. Win loss. Mm-hmm. I'll say one of the five and two. That's what I got. Okay. That sounds fair. Monday night football against the Raiders at home. Oh, six, six and two. God, at home again. Okay. Okay. And then they get a bye week, supposedly. Okay. At back, least they won't lose that week. LA Chargers. <laughs> at, at LA Chargers. I'm going to say that we're going to lose that game yes. to make a six and wait, six and three. Yeah, six yep. and three. Yep. Six and three. Home for Chicago. When? Seven and three. Okay. Packers on Thanksgiving. Home. Eight and three. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At New Orleans. Eight and four. I go with that. At Chicago. Nine and four. <laughs> home for Denver. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Um, At home too. I say ten and four. Yeah, Wilson was bad last year. Okay. Okay. But he's gonna be comeback player of the They're year. Going this four year. games next year. Comeback player of the year. Bullshit. Here we go. Week sixteen. Christmas Eve. <laughs> At Minnesota. I say 10 and 5. Cousins will put up a lot of yards. I, I don't know. I just think they, they're not going to win. They can't win every game. 10 and 5. Okay. Next week, the day before New Year's Eve, it's a Saturday night game. I like, the way, you're setting the, I like the way you're setting the stage, man. At Dallas, at right? Dallas, 10 and yes, 6. Sir. 10 and 6. It's also a primetime game. Yep. And finally, the Vikings at home to end the season. 11 and 6. 11 and 6 playoff bomb. There bound. you go. That's a good, Winning that's the a good NFC number. North. Um, what were you guys coming? Did you guys go through the schedule at Woodward Sports? Oh, yeah. We did that. We did the over-under again because it is nine and a half. Okay. What's their record? And everyone else okay. in the division, Drew, everyone else in the division, the Vikings are eight and a half, and then the Bears and Packers are seven and a half. They're not expecting much from this division. What did uh, you guys come up with as a record versus our 11-6? So Ryan 13 games. What? Well, he had him winning ten last yeah, year. He was almost right. Yeah. He was almost right, and everyone laughed at him. That's right. What he did you have? Thirteen. We'll reevaluate tomorrow. <laughs> oh, it's like the mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we changed our minds. The mock season. Oh no. It's mock schedule. All right, Maz. What was your record? <laughs> I got him at twelve wins. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. And Braylon. Yes, I got him. At so we're the pessimist here. What Braylon Braylon say? Was out today. Oh, he was out. He today. was out. Today. Okay, I have, a, under. I have a question that everyone can answer. 
Uh, the Georgia, <laughs> Georgia football team has declined their visit to the White House, saying the date suggested, which is June 12th, is not uh, feasible given the student-athlete calendar and time of the year, which is bullshit. That's a way of saying, nah, no Just thanks. Just they care. No, they don't get about since when do they give a damn about the student athlete? No, not about the student part. The athlete part they care, but not that's ridiculous. The point is, they don't want to go. And honestly, this White House visit thing has turned into such a pile of shit with the LSU women's basketball team and Jill Biden's a racist and all the Trump team Trump years people wouldn't visit. Can we shit can this? Isn't it stupid? Probably should. Yeah, actually, I think it's stupid because now it's gotten out of hand. It used to just be like the first, like the big sports, you know, baseball, football, basketball. They didn't even have hockey, I don't think. I, actually, I had a red wing. Yeah, they've had hockey. Steve Zierman. Steve Zierman. <laughs> Steve Zierman. <laughs> and Tim Thomas. <laughs> remember, Tim Thomas of the Bruins refused to go to Obama's. That's yeah. right. It's just That's always, right. it's always awkward. It's, it's really an, a very awkward ritual. You know what? I will say this. Time to when, when Trump had a team, Trump had a lot of fun doing it, and it was actually a kind of the a hammers. good moment for Trump. <laughs> he just, I don't know, I just think he sort of, uh, he shines as well as he can shine in stupid moments like that. He tends to know a lot of sports people. He loves sports. Yeah. That's where this comes from. He What's he doing team? up there? <laughs> That's right. Who was that about? Uh, it was one of the star players who was on the very, very top. And so he's saying. What's he doing? Up there. Is it LSU? Or? <laughs> I can't remember. Well, but That's then great. you get all the teams that refused to go because they hated Trump, and it's just I don't know. And, yeah. I, and I thought about it today. I thought I don't I don't really respect the office of the president anymore because I, I of that. <gasps> no, no. I just generally speaking, I think the presidency, the whole presidency thing, is kind of a joke. Look who's running this time. Yeah, That's a joke. And as far we're as running. Running. Trump versus Biden, fill me in. An 82-year-old and a 79-year-old <laughs> who will be close to 80. They would be 80, me in. 84 and 86 at the end of their reign. It's a joke. So and also, they're laughing at us. Who? But that's who's, really who's a separate issue. That's really a separate issue. The other countries issue. are laughing at yeah, us. The other countries. <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, I, I hate to say that because I always used to say, well, teams should just go because you should just respect the fact that it's going to the White House and stuff. But I don't really feel that way anymore. I mean, they don't feel that way. Why should I feel so strongly about it? I don't think the president is necessarily means there's a great person in the office. I think you should keep it to this, the pro sports. Enough with the colleges. <sighs> okay. What do you think? I'll accept that opinion. I, yeah, the colleges are... That's it just, adds like 16 more dates to the president's calendar. So, yeah, that's I, what agree I mean. With that. Get I rid agree. of it. You don't need it. Colleges will never go for a Republican president anyway. If DeSantis was president, they won't go. Will they? Well, they're not going. Oh, the Florida teams would. Uh, I, don't I don't know about that. I'm no. not so sure. College I mean, colleges kids. are so liberal. Oh, I mean, we can't not, let those college kids vote. They can't even let a conservative <laughs> judge uh, appear on campus without shouting them down. That's California. But uh, I didn't mean to get all heavy about it. Maz, let's go to Hunter Dickinson, who now says that he... Oh, Drew, Drew, hold on a second. I want okay. to go back to something. More politics. You're talking about the colleges and the White House. Man, this is Did great you with see politics. Angel Reese? <laughs> Angel Reese is a swimsuit model for Sports Illustrated. That's right. I did. Um, she looks good. Does she? Yeah. She's pretty. No, she yeah. she has okay, I want to say this about her. She's very talented at the, her sport. She's at the top of her game and she's very pretty. 
Other than that, when she opens she her mouth, I really want her to stop talking. Oh, that's what you want women to do? I want her to shut oh. up and dribble. Exactly. No. <laughs> I'm with you exactly. It's not what I want women to uh, do. Go to I want Dickinson. her I to shut no up. Women. <laughs> She's a bitch. She's a pain in the ass. Jill Biden's a racist, she and she... Oh, she that whole thing was a mess. Totally. Sounds like a typical woman. Can't totally. please her. <laughs> and that whole, you know, the, the ring thing behind Caitlin. Whatever. I shouldn't. Have, I should oh, not I'm have watched women's basketball. That. that was my mistake. You should apologize. Well, you do it again, sorry, Drew. It's okay. You're trying to do a good thing by being egalitarian and watching women's basketball. And look what happened. I'm sure she looks great in Sports Illustrated. I bet Olivia Dunn. Olivia Dunn's on the oh. cover. Wait, she I, probably looks. Do they have the previews? The pictures. Yeah, they had a picture of yeah. Olivia Dunn. Oh yeah. 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 She's yeah. she's only got the biggest boner army on the planet Earth. Oh my so god. So I don't know what the point is of putting her in Sports Illustrated. We can see five thousand pictures of her on her Instagram page. If that were a magazine, how many would it sell? Because it's not a magazine anymore, is it? It's can you actually buy Yeah, you can buy the yeah. you can buy the, the hard copy. Who does that? The hard copy. <laughs> not even me. All right, Maz, I got one more thing for you. Hunter Dickinson, who I admit I, I hate. I think he puts the dick in Dickinson. <laughs> He's an asshole. He called the Michigan State people losers. He called Wisconsin scumbags. Didn't he say Izzo's a Nazi or something stupid like that? I don't even remember all the dumb the things he mouth. said. But anyway, he says that he left because basically Michigan doesn't pay him shit, which right off Correct. the bat, it's like, this is really funny. College athletes now complaining about how much they're paid. is kind. Of, I mean, they didn't used to make anything. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how Chris Weber or Jalen Rose feel reading that, but they probably agree with him. Go where the money is. They had to do that all in the dark. At least this, he gets to do it in the light. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Drew? He said he wasn't making six figures. Anybody would leave their job for a $10,000 raise. Any going to Kansas, Kansas is you know in a much better spot than Michigan right now. I don't begrudge the guy. You know, I didn't like how he finished. Here. I thought Big Dog did it crazy at the end, but now he was he was auditioning obviously to get another gig and to be at Kansas, man. That's that's pretty exciting, I'm, and I'm, he's probably getting a hundred grand, hundred twenty grand. He'll get more than that. He should. He probably. I would think he would get more than that. But I just think he's a prick, and I really don't. This whole thing about I'm a Michigan man is like fuck you. If you know, if you maybe yeah. if you weren't such an asshole, maybe people would sponsor you more, right? Yeah, yeah well, you, you want to put your money behind him? Remember he wrote that letter saying, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. I'm always be a Michigan man, like I said. Don't write that kind of letter if you're going to leave. You know, don't, don't give me that crap. But here's the, the coup de grace for me was that he says, it took a lot of courage to leave. I did have a legacy there. I gave that up to be selfish and do what's best for me and my career. A <laughs> legacy? A 20-year-old talking about his legacy at Michigan? Oh, my God. Get over yourself. I, anyone that mentions their well, legacy. Well, he's not going to play. He's not going to be an NBA player. You know, the best he can do is maybe a G League. Maybe he'll get a call up once in a while. But he's probably going to play in Europe. He's seven feet tall. He can't play in the NBA. I, that's, there's something no, lame about this guy playing. besides everything I hate about him, which is lots of things. <laughs> there's something lame he about him on the court. He would college five years, Drew, if he could play in the, in the, in the NBA. One of them, six foot eleven. All right, uh, so Maz, what what else going on? Anything? I know it's uh, one of your daughter's birthdays. I sent Maz asked me for tickets to the Champions Club. I, I quickly sent them over there, and he said, "Oh, this is great for Abby Abby's birthday." Abby's turned nineteen. She's nineteen. Yeah, she's, uh, really? Nineteen, man. That's my Abby. little. My, Abby is nineteen. Maddie's sixteen. Lily's working on twenty-one in September. Oh my gosh! Wow. I, can't, I can't believe it. It does seem Daddy. impossible, doesn't it? 
Well, anyway. Happy Mother's uh, Day to uh, Kathy. Yes. Thank you, Trudy. Zoos. Back at you. Yes. Make sure you tell uh, little Joe to take care of you. <laughs> little, little Joe. <laughs> <laughs> little Joe. Okay. <laughs> okay, too. Have a great weekend. See you, Tommy. See you, Tommy. Thanks, Tom. guys, for calling. And, Drew, thanks for the tickets. You're welcome. I gave you a shout-out today on Woodward Sports. Oh, thank you. Wow. I'm going to go listen to that. <laughs> thank you. See you, man. Bye, guys. All right. Tom Masway brought to you by Legacy Partners. Call 586-209-4106 or go to the website. Click the link to get started with your new quote. And Zot's newest location is i 96 uh, yeah, Zod I-96, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and New Hudson have a few things that are tough to find. They still make buying an easy, simple, fun, fast, and easy. Uh, Zot's New Hudson dealership has one of the highest Google ratings in Detroit. And, boy, you know how people are. They're <laughs> They still have a 4.8. And uh, Zot has one of the largest inventories in the D with more Jeeps and Rams to choose from. People love Jeeps. People love Rams. Mm-hmm. You want more good stuff? Right now, our studio sponsors are leasing... A new 22 Jeep Compass, as low as $298 a month. You can also lease a new 22 Jeep Grand Cherokee for as low as $397 a month. So if you're on the hunt for a new or pre-loved Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Dodge or Ram, please check out our friends and studio sponsors at Zot's new I-96 dealership in New Hudson. And be sure to tell them we sent you. And, of course, you can always surf their sensational deals and stupendous inventories at dealsinthed.com. Uh, Lady Janes, they're the people doing that haircutting, making you look so hot. Uh, walk into any Lady Janes for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Yes, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, friend, or buddy. Lady Janes is open seven days a week, walking anytime. It's always wicked awesome over there. And Luke Nowacki! Wants to remind you, the best part about preparing for your financial future is that it involves dollar signs, commas, and decimal points, no semicolons. What kind of pretentious person uses semicolons or words like pretentious? <laughs> Not Luke Nowacki. If you want to plan your financial future or you want help, which a lot of people just do want help. They've got, oh, man, I love this company. i still got a 401K over there. I'm working here now. I, they don't have one. What do I do? Or it's about benefits. Or maybe it's just that you need help investing money. It's a weird time. Call Luke Nowacki. At 248-663-4748. Securities and investment advisory services hey. offered through Royal Alliance <laughs> Associates Inc. Member FINRASIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, better. or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. How cool is that? So, uh, let's see. Um, Maz is out of the way. The pressure's off. Um, <laughs> on to the really fun stuff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like... Uh, I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but I got up this morning and I started reading about how Jamie Foxx's family is saying, prepare for the worst. What does oh, that really? you see that? mean? Yeah. Holy okay, crap. Haven't Wait you been praying for him, though? Yeah, I was trying to, but I... No, your I, brain. His brain now. Brain is what it is. Wait, where'd you get that? I thought I read somewhere that it, they, they suspect there's some sort of brain... Um, Oh, brain damage? I don't know. Like, oh. I mean, aneurysm came into my head. Oh, but, um, I don't know. Okay, this is so hard because they won't tell us what's going right, yeah. on. We don't know how to pray. We don't know what to think. We start thinking terrible things. I mean, a lot of people, I'm getting a lot, because a lot of people, we've been talking about it, how weird it is that we know nothing. The guy's been in the hospital for almost a month, and they don't tell us anything. And you start thinking, oh, a month rehab. Or 
you know, you think something bad. I mean, some some people, I don't know, I don't know who they are, but some people were thinking that he had something trapped in his ass, like he stuck something in there <laughs> oh, and really? the surgery went bad, and so now they're trying to save him. I don't know. I mean, it's not unreasonable. They won't tell us. So yeah, what are we be. supposed to think? Uh, think whatever we want. I mean, people put stuff in their butt. Uh, I don't know, you know. It happens. Or people <laughs> fall on something in the shower, a, a shampoo thing, and it goes up their ass, and they don't want to tell anybody because it's embarrassing. Yeah. Or you OD on fentanyl or something, and you're in a coma, and you don't want to tell anybody because it's embarrassing. So, I, I mean, we just have no choice but to assume it's something like that. Thanks to the show, I'm so afraid to take a shower. My daughter has toys in there. I'm like, I'm going to slip one day. <laughs> one of these things is going to end up my up my ass. <laughs> Think about it every fucking day I get in the shower. Hawk, Hawk would never let you forget that. If that well, happened. no, I wouldn't forget that. So, preparing for the worst... What do I do? How do I? What? What are the correct thoughts and prayers? I mean, I don't even really know what that means. Again, they keep (laughs) (laughs) the rumors are way worse than the truth. And I, you know, I want to say this too. Above all, I 100% agree he deserves privacy, and I think he's getting it. Isn't it amazing that no one has leaked really anything? All his friends. No, he said a word. Or a nurse, doctor, someone talking to someone. Yeah, that that's where a lot of it comes from. This is a really tight lid, which then that makes me go, oh my God, this must be terrible. I'm right? for James Fox. Damn. Oh, he's praying for James Fox. I don't know. How, <laughs> how does Hawk know what to pray for, though? Well, he prayed for James Fox because his fucking equipment sucks. <laughs> oh, did you say Jane Fox? <laughs> Jame. Jane. Jane Fox. Fox. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just pray for James' well being. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I thought you were an atheist, be- Hawk. You, Jim. <laughs> I can't believe he's taking shit off Jim for that. <laughs> Thank God. Hawk had a malfunction. That's pretty Why weird. Why am I the only one? This may end up in HR eventually. Um, seriously. Sucking thing sucks. <laughs> this is a really tight lid. Nobody stays in the hospital. I mean, this is like AIDS. Remember when people get AIDS and it'd be like, oh my God, that guy is like, AIDS! He only weighs 60 pounds. That's Rock weird. Concert. I wonder what's going on with that guy. Watermelon that dude's diet. dying ASAP. <laughs> yeah, Watermelon diet. Well, he's been really working hard, and you know, there'd be all these things people would say. And They're exhausted. Else? Liberace, you know, he's in the hospital. He's got all these weird sores. Exhausted. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. What, he must have fallen or something, you know? And so it feels like that, doesn't <laughs> it? Fell on something in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it feels like something is wrong that we're not supposed to know. Didn't you think, I mean, in, right away, my mind, at the very beginning, three weeks, a month ago, went to stroke. Like, it has to be the, something like the, that. Uh, yeah, the reckless speculation, according to this, is the, the insider says that Fox suffered a brain bleed that was discovered when he sought medical attention for headaches. Oh. oh. But, brain bleed, but would that but, keep in the hospital this long? Well, I mean... It's not I like his know. brains are bleeding out or something. <laughs> I mean, an aneurysm. No, but then certain parts of your brain don't get oxygen, and the brain starts to die, and then it can't be brought back. Well, yeah, I mean that, but that's like you know, someone is brain dead, brain damaged. I mean, that's you can't hide that for the rest of his life. Any I mean, more brain busters? I don't, that's I don't why wanna, it's sort of good. To, I don't want to think about it. That's why I don't either, and I love Jamie Fox, and I don't yeah. like thinking about him being crippled in some way. But um, it's just really weird. I, I just feel like it's something that is deemed. It seems embarrassing. The longer it goes, it seems pretty bad. Hell yeah. Like at first I thought it was something quick. He'll, he'll recover. He'll be in movies before you know it. They but said then he was with, stable. But then with his daughter stepping down from that show as well, you start to realize, wait a minute. And then as time progresses, instead of him getting better, his friends and family are now even more worried. 
Well, remember when he broke his silence? It's like, he oh my not. God, he says, and the media went right, right along with it too. Like, he broke his silence. He's feeling blessed. It's like, fake. oh, I was fine. Fake. That's exactly. Bullshit, right that from was the fake. Start. Um, just like Brandon mentioned the other day, Renner was putting out a video or something. You're seeing yeah. pictures of him waving. Yeah, hey, I'm yeah. fine. You know, and it's like, oh well, he's got flattened, but he's doing pretty good in spite of it. <laughs> I mean, his face looks okay. He looks like Jeremy Renner still. Yeah, how do you pull that off? He got to meet Diane Sawyer. How do you get run over? He's actually, I I have to say, I'm really impressed with Jeremy Renner. And I I know it's kind of a boomer thing for me to go. I love this guy who says, uh, look, I'm not focused on that. I'm moving forward. Because that's my philosophy is I don't think you should sit around going, oh, my God, I can't believe what happened to me. When I was 12. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Just don't believe in that. I don't Get think it's, over it. I don't think it's helping people. And, and honestly, when I really went through this one day, I was like, okay. So, so-and-so, and I can't remember who it was. I want to say Sean Mendez, but it was someone else, was taking a mental health break from their tour. And, of course, I think of all the people who bought tickets. Some people flew in. Some, you know, people make arrangements. You really have to plan for a concert. Maybe it was Adele, actually. Can't they get him on Zoloft or Xanax or something? Yeah, an emergency Zoloft. Well, it just doesn't seem like you plan a tour and make all these dates without going, okay, I'm ready. And then, you know, two weeks into a tour, somebody had, you know, flamed out for a mental health break. And I just thought, okay, so they're really, and they described how depressed they were. And I just thought, so what are you going to do? You're going to sit around all day going, oh. God, I feel so bad. This, I need to devote my full time to feeling so bad. And uh, gotta I'm gonna go finish. talk to somebody today and see if that helps. And you got to finish what you started. Like if, like uh, Mendez then was like the kid that quit his soccer team halfway through the season because I didn't like it. I miss playing with I my don't friends. Like it. The coach is mean. The coach is mean. I can't play with my friends. <laughs> I know it's funny how many excuses you hear when people quit sports. And then the media is like the parents just going, okay, yeah, you can quit. You, you don't yeah, like I it. I think that's a good idea because he's really not feeling well. They didn't want to take you anyway. No, you gotta so fucking, that's a win-win. You got to power through it and then take your break when the tour's over. Well, I think a lot of times when, okay, here's a good example. I am pretty much a hermit right now because, okay, I got used to being a hermit during COVID. Oh, it sounds like excuses. I'm inclined to be a hermit. No, I'm criticizing myself. Okay, okay. I'm inclined <laughs> to be that way. So COVID's like, well, hey, I can't go anywhere. Not my fault now. Yep. So now my hip is fucked up. So anyway, occasionally, before my hip was really bad, um, I would venture to a Tigers game or something. And I always, I mean, almost invariably afterwards, I'd be like, well, I'm glad I did that. That wasn't that yeah. bad. It wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. Mm. I'm glad I did it. And I, and I even remembered my... That's like you have a lot it. of anxiety. You'll be glad once you do it. <laughs> and and, and people that. saying, you know, like, uh, oh, you'll do fine. Don't worry about that test or what, you know, whatever it is. It's generally better once it's over. You're glad you did it. So I guess in, in that case, people might go, well, I'm glad I did that mental health break. I, I knew I could get through it, but no. that's not the same thing. That mental health break is going to create more problems. Then he's got to deal with the, the, the fans that didn't get to see him, and their money has to be refunded, and people are mad at him. No, Can it's, I it's, have your Champions Club tickets? <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody ever thinks about the fans who spent their money and made plans. I mean, that's a big deal when... When 10,000 people make plans to see you and you go, oh, I don't feel good. You know, I'm just going to give in to this. I think that's, it's just a bad precedent. And it seems like it's catchy. It seems like it's a rash or something. 
But anyway, enough of that. Why don't we move on to, because I thought this was pretty cool. Not cool, but I thought it was interesting. Today, Alex Jones's ex-wife acknowledged that she watched the, the video of Steven Crowder and his wife. Oh. And she saw something very familiar. Oh. And, and I thought... Well, that's interesting because Alex Jones and Steven Crowder are two people who I put in the category of those kind of new hosts who know everything and the other guy's always wrong and they yell really loud and it seems like they're louder than everyone else. And so some people really like that. Like, oh, yeah, he knows everything. He's so sure of himself and they never really acknowledge mistakes and they're sort of birds of a feather. Alex Jones, more conspiracy oriented, I would say. Uh, Crowder, I, he's fallen so far in my estimation in the last two weeks because I didn't pay much attention to him. I swear his bits are so fucking bad on that show. Yeah, I heard some of the ones that uh, WATP highlighted, and it, it was not very good. What a piece of film! I watched some more because I, I thought, is Carl Cherry picking or something? Mm -hmm. His bits are terrible. Really? Just not, Shut up, conspiracy theorist. Not funny, but I think he... Wants to be king of everything, king of comedy, king of politics, king of hosting. King of muscles now, too. He's all ripped. Right, exactly. Do you think he comes up with those bits, or does someone else write them? I don't know, but he laughs at them. Hey, maybe we'll ask Dave Landau. I would think. Yeah, we will ask. Dave Landau will be with us a week week. from today. Being yeah. a control freak, though, I would think he has to be the one to come up with those. I imagine other people presenting, no, that's shit, that's stupid. He probably is given credit for everything. Yeah, okay. And um, I don't think you're allowed to be funnier than him. Dave Landau did say that. Right. It's right. supposed to be funnier that's than him. Incredible. No, he has a personality that I think I've carved out in my head, and it's not a personality I like. However, at the same time, he's got a giant platform. He makes tons of money, so I have to give him credit and, and maybe admit some jealousy. Alex Jones, same way. I think he seems like a real shitty person, but my God, look at how much revenue he brought into that. I mean, it's insane. Selling stupid shit to make you skinnier and, I mean, fake products, but people bought them. Why? <laughs> because they liked him so much, I guess. So anyway, here's the point. Today, Alex Jones's ex-wife put out a video to give us an idea of what it's like to be Alex Jones's wife. Oh, boy. And... Wow. And which wife is this, by the way? Hasn't he had many now? Her name is Kelly Nichols. They divorced in 2010. Okay. She's got pneumonia, by the way. Well, you know where the iPhone is, iPod that goes with this? Because you've been put over there where you put it. I you know, it's out there. I have no idea. You can use your iPhone. So far, he seems you know, nice. We can't have a business partnership and buy stuff and live our lives and have you just go. It's like the first thing. The first thing. And just run your mouth with all the trash that comes out of it, man. I don't talk trash, Alex. Where's my baby, first of all? She's not watching TV. I don't think that's safe. I'm so she's in the chair, she's big. She's not that well, big. I'm okay. I'll just have the office buy me a new thing. Okay. Just you are ultra decadent. And you're, oh, you're totally I've got pneumonia. Decadent. Totally reverted. I'm in, a, I'm in. And I have been taking care of the children. And I am nice. You're not I nice am to a good me. Person. You're not nice to and me. You, go, you can't even take care of the kids. That's not what I said. Just, I'm a good. This is all about where the iPhone is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know where the iPhone is? It was over there where, where I put it. It just shows it's those little things that just spark a bigger argument. Well, yeah, they do. Who's going to take the car? Can I go grocery shopping? In Crowder's case, in this case, uh, you know, where's the iPhone? I put it over there. In other words, saying that you moved it. Where did you move it to? And she's like, eh, I don't know. 
To Alex's credit, I bet you his wife at the time here has a phone and her own charger. He just has misplaced his, whereas uh, Steven Crowder doesn't even give his wife a car. Probably not. You told me today, did you or did you not today say, why is it just me or my parents when you're sick? When a wife is sick, the husband's supposed to step in and take over. I've never known. And yet you've got to go work out. I don't have to go work out. My hip hurts. I think maybe You want to go work out and you want to go do this judging of the contest. I'm very ill. I have to do that. I know. So my sickness is inconvenient. In between that, you're going to run around, come in the room. I haven't done anything. I've been lying in the room and you've been insulting me the whole time I've been sick. Pussy. Expressing disdain and hatred for me. Oh. Do you really believe all this stuff, man? I do believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You, I'm really getting where I genuinely. You I, don't like I, me. I constantly it's forgive quick. you, but it, it's really starting what? to stick, man. Forgive me for what? For you and me, you're being like some just mental thing where I have a period and then I get sick, and so I decide I hate. You know what, life. Alex? It's it's not. The case Fine, of run me off like everybody I else. I haven't run everybody off. Aww. I've got a lot of people who like me. I'm a nice person. Look, you're going to flip. Well, she sounds I'm like him. I'm not going to do anything. You're going to flip. Well, I'm going to start another family and stuff. I'm going to be begging. <laughs> start, another, you know, <laughs> start another family oh, just to medicine. piss her off. Wow. wow. You're going to flip when I go start another family. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I think that's a bit of a leap there. But otherwise, uh, Trudy, how do you assess this uh, discussion so far? Oh, he sounds like a big pain in the ass baby who needs her to take care of him, and he's mad that she's not sick, and he's or mad. that she's sick, and sounds like she's always sick, and when she's not sick, she's on her period. Yeah, that's what that's, he's saying. Yeah, that happens to yeah. women. Yeah, he did say that. Right. I think he's really angry because she's asking him to do a little bit while she's sick, and he's saying, "Why well, is it always me and your parents every time the kids get sick?" Well, well I, mean, I mean, you are their father. I mean, there's that. Does he want a nanny? A maid and a nanny, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that what, what this argument's do? over? A nanny? And she doesn't oh, want it's one. It's the iPhone. Oh, yeah. The iPhone. <laughs> Remember? And the charger. Um, is she is she baiting him at all? Because she, I assume. She is recording. She's that's recording. That's where I was yeah. going. Kind of that Oksana, you know, Mel Gibson type thing. Well, I don't know. It does, seems like it doesn't take much, though. I mean, yeah. when he's ta- saying some of the things he's saying to her and then saying, I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person. <laughs> I'm going to start like, another family. <laughs> well, you don't sound like a nice person at all. But, okay, let's continue. Let's see where this goes. You know what? My relationship with I you. I want it on record that you asked for this. Well, there it is. Oh, the see, divorce. you want to go okay. do it to hurt me. You're no, so weird. No, 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 no. You, and you haven't been with this I, family, so now you're going to go with another family? No, I'm going to create You one. don't spend time with your family now, so you're, so you're going <laughs> to... The first thing you think of selling me... I do me, spend time with my family. You're a liar. That's nice. You don't spend you're just very like much your mother and your sister. Oh. You dominate you everybody else. You are hateful to me. <laughs> I don't have to listen I to somebody talk you. to you. You're just like your mother. You hate me. Oh. Go call Virginia and cancel the house. I'm not just like my and mother. And blow everything. Yeah, you do. You've blown it, not me. You're you know, the one who I'm treats me bad. You're the one that runs in screaming at the kids all the time. You're the you are the parent who lets you, them do whatever they you want. You are out of control. I'm not out <laughs> of control. You better learn. You better learn. I'm not afraid of you. A, you. I'm a good person. Afraid. Yeah, you're. What are you telling me to call the police when I'm in the Pointing fingers at me when I've got pneumonia. Oh yeah. You're so mean and cruel. Yeah, you're the one that's mean and cruel. Oh yeah, I'm sitting here saying all this mean stuff. This is your way. you're a loser. I'm a loser, and I'm trash. I know you told me that today. You are really trashy. I'm really trashy. (laughs) You probably ended up in a homeless or in a mental institution. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. 
You can't say Look anything. at your brother. Look at your dad. Look at Look your at mom. Your I, know, I, know, I, know, I know they're a lot, don't, be they're don't a lot better than your family. They're a, like, a lot more love and a lot more creativity and a lot more reality. I forgive you. At least my family is an anal retentive and all caught up and playing waging war against each other. I and let me you tell you something. You attacking me. me like you're your mother and I'm your dad. It ain't working. I think you're the person attacking me. Okay, you got that? I'm a good parent. I'm a good person. I'm a loving person. You're not I, and let me tell you there's a declaration of independence in what you're doing. You mess with me anymore. You better I learn you can't act like this. I haven't done anything to you. You I've been, you're, I got you're, sick. you're the one with the mental problem thinking you're an old woman and I don't like you. you you're the one you kicking me around. Me you don't kick me go around kick, anymore. I'm going to go get the baby. Go get the baby. You, you don't kick me around anymore. I haven't kicked you at all. You better watch it. Oh, watch I'm not it. afraid of you. No, you better be afraid of the consequences. <laughs> the consequences? <laughs> when I divorce you and split all this stuff You know what? Up, I've tried to make it's it. It's for real. Let me I've tell you, this isn't something you can go back on. But you don't have to hurt the kids doing it. I've already worked it all out my mind. You can be nice. You better stop. You can be nice in front of the children. You, you don't have to hurt off. them. You better stop attacking. I'm not afraid of you, Alex. I don't want to be with you. Don't prove I don't want to be with somebody. Don't prove it. You go find out from Virginia how we disengage Okay, this. fine. Let's see your destructiveness some more. I'm not destructive. I'm not going to go... I know why you're all hyped up. It's something that's exciting and you got to mess it up. I haven't messed anything up. It's I'm a sick. diplomatic function. <laughs> I know how you work. You are a very bad man. Oh, very bad man. The diplomats are coming. You better act bad in front of them. They have dumb fights. Wow. There's a weird, some ever, weird things going on there. Is that the end? Uh, it's still rolling, so I, I'll see if he's, there's anything else. He's smoldering. You just hear a big fart. <laughs> yeah, he is smoldering. Um, I, I, have you ever had anybody come at you like that? You're like, you're just like your mom. You're just like your dad, your yeah. sisters and oh, all that. Have you ever back. said that? They're coming back. Hold on. Okay, oh. why don't you go ahead and go, and I'll take care of Georgia today. Because I don't want her to be with you. I don't think you're don't a safe person she, to be with right now at She's all. not great either. You're full of anger and hatred. And hey, you're welcome to that. I'll, I'll, I'll be with well, you. it's not really what I'm welcome you're to. You're welcome. Let's not be ugly in front of Georgia, okay? I'll take my car. Oh, she's got her own car. Who's playing that music? I think the kid was. Oh, <laughs> oh that's nice. No, there's a child there. Yeah, Georgia. Okay, um, I would say, uh, interesting, he is trying to do something that I, I think Crowder was doing, too. He's trying to scare her, uh, well, really more so than Crowder, when he says, prove it. He's talking about divorce me, prove uh, it. Yeah, right. Like, mm -hmm. you can't make it on your own. Mm -hmm. You're going to be a disaster. And I, I think that's that's sort of the, you're not shit. I'm going to make you feel so small that you can't possibly survive without me. And right. it's really about, in both those cases, I assume that Crowder and Alex Jones both have been hit with I'm really thinking about getting the fuck away from you, which blows their mind. Right, yeah. Because no they one both wants to leave me. <laughs> Congratulations, Jim. No, oh, no, he, I was being them. There. Oh. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think they're so afraid that somebody's ditching them that they are threatening them. This is going to happen to you if you leave me. You'll be they, nothing. But both of them, think about it, they never lose an argument, either one of them. Wow, they yeah. always win. Oof. Always win. And I think they start to treat their spouses in a way almost like something on their show. Right. They're going to win the argument. He's going to win even if he has to say, oh, you're just like your mother, your sister, your father, you're a loser, you're trash. You know, he's resorting to, he's really not, that's not a very good argument. You're a loser no, but, and you're trash. That's not, you she know, wasn't that pleasant either. And, and, was, and Jim, I'll point out that she saved this audio for like a decade before finally deciding to drop it today. 
Well, she. They haven't been married sure in eight him. years, so I, I highly doubt that this is uh, new audio. Because sounds they, like something trash would do. I I <laughs> doubt it's a very friendly divorce. <laughs> right. I don't think with Stephen Crowder or Alex Jones, and I, maybe I'm wrong about Stephen Crowder. I hope I am. I have a feeling that 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 cut that I'm divorcing you, Stephen. I'm divorcing you, Alex. I don't think they ever let that go. I don't think either one of them would ever let that go, and I think there'd be a lot of wanting to prove the person wrong, and maybe even, you know, put it in their face that, yeah, well, if you hadn't done that, you mean you like would... they'd stew on it? Two weeks later, something else comes up, and they're still thinking in their head, "I'm going to fucking show well, you." I also feel that you shouldn't get into a marriage with somebody who can basically like own everything. You really need to have your own, bring your own shit to the marriage because if, if you're in danger of being cut off from Are you saying as an employed person for your entire life, Trudy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, I mean, I feel like if somebody's taking care of you, then you, you know, really have to bow and scrape to them. But. Well, the thing is, once you have kids, if the arrangement is that he, you know, is the big star and you are the star mom at home or whatever... You're not going to get wiped out in a divorce. They're going to make that asshole pay or that nice person pay, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, to be left helpless, because a lot of there are a lot of guys like Alex Jones or Steven Crowder. I'm not saying those two guys, but a lot of people who are very power hungry, big head types who like controlling everything. Weaponize the fact that they've. Yes. Got control over you. And yeah. how will you even know how to pay the bills, you dumb bitch? <laughs> you don't know how to do anything. You don't know how to fill the tank of the car. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of people, I think, get very... People can feel really insecure about things like that. Things that are simple. Things that are not a big deal. Who doesn't know how to... Fit? Was he serious about that? Oh, was, no, no. Was, nobody said that. I was, oh, just, right. I was just thinking of someone who who really wants to make someone right. feel insecure yeah, would sure. do everything for them. Mm-hmm. Things that they don't even need to do for them because they don't really want them to know how to do them. Right. Some things. Yeah. Sure. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Yeah, it makes them indispensable to this person. So. And when, when the person they thought that they completely dominated actually flourishes to some degree on their own, it probably burns their oh, yeah. ass. Yeah. So I don't know how Alex Jones' ex is doing, but... I would guess she's a lot happier without Alex Jones. And I would guess that uh, Stephen Crowder's ex, well, she is, are they divorced yet? Uh, I don't know. I don't think yet. I imagine that she will be much happier without him. She will have a lot of his money, too. And once she gets those babies out, she's probably miserable. Oh, yeah. Those twins? I think she had them, didn't she? Twins are born. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Crowder, you know, even after being humiliated by that video, and that wasn't fair for him to have to have the whole world see that. Mm-hmm. It's really not fair. That shouldn't happen to someone, but it did. But what was his response afterwards? His response was, oh, was that our 545? <laughs> time to call, call Maz. <laughs> Thanks, it Jim, worked. Because I would have forgotten. <laughs> yeah, we, we have uh, had this habit of forgetting to call Maz by 6 o'clock, and once he's bowling, you know how that is. He's he's right. has to get up and take his bowling turn. It's not a very effective interview. That's like an alarm clock. Woo-hoo! <laughs> So today I was so nervous, it's a sponsored thing, that I told Jim to set an alarm, but we would have Maz on at the very beginning of the show just to get out of the way so I won't be nervous about remembering it. And then if I hear the alarm at 545, then I'll know the alarm works. I know. I, ca- I was like, this alarm's going to go off. But- <laughs> and Lila's going off. 
But now we don't even have to worry about bowling until September. We knew it would be a, 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 and really, Tuesday. a pretty dismal interruption of the show, but I thought maybe it would. someone would appreciate what we're doing here. <laughs> What trying, we're trying, to, trying do. to do. Yes. Thank you, Legacy Partners, by the way, for sponsoring yeah. Maz. We did not take it for granted at all. Shit, yeah. It might have seemed like it, but we didn't. Anyway, Steven Crowder, after being humiliated, and believe me, if that was me, I would, uh, I don't know, I, I think I would probably, I wouldn't show my face for a long, long time. It was me on that video. Yeah. It's pretty but humiliating. What did he say? He came back, and within days, within days, he said, it's all my fault because I chose her to be my wife. <laughs> what a dick. I That's what he wrong. said. I chose wrong. And I'm going to have all the mental health records released. I'm going to show you how crazy she is. So did he really prove anything? No, he proved he's exactly that guy yeah. in that video. And whether that affects his audience, I, I don't know. See, I would see that and go, what a complete fucking Dick, mm-hmm. how could I want to hear what, but I don't know, maybe yeah, he has an audience people, of dicks. Exactly. Some people think that, say, fuck yeah, you tell or, her. Or they say, or, or maybe they just say, well, he is a complete asshole, but his content is really great and I love listening yeah. to it. So therefore, I don't know, I'm, I really have a hard time with that. I can go either way. It depends on how much I like the, the content, right. I suppose. Yeah. Just kind of like <sighs> Michael Jackson or R. Kelly. Like, eh, not great wow. people, but... Uh, no, pretty, pretty horrible. Pretty fucking horrible. So today there was um, uh, there was an interesting, I'd say interesting, there was another one of these encounters with police that ended very badly for a female who pulled a knife uh, when police were called on a domestic violence case. And uh, don't hit the video yet, but I'm... I would say overall, I've been so unnerved by the way police have been treated because we are so busy telling people that everyone is equal and everyone, no one should be uh, broad brushed, no one should be stereotyped, no one should be discriminated against. And yet for almost a year, we said, police, all police are pieces of shit. They're all racist. They're institutionally racist. They can't not be racist because as soon as they put on a uniform, they are racist. Then it's not the police's fault, the, the individual's fault. No, well, in that case, yes, it would not be their fault. <laughs> but you had, um, I saw two instances, I'm sure there were many more, where white females were yelling at black police, calling them racist. And this one guy, it was really? like... Yeah, I think his head was going to explode. His mind was so blown by what was happening. Yeah, because he was pushing people away from a barrier. And she called him a racist motherfucker. And he actually stopped and looked over like, what? What did you just say? (laughs) You want me to be racist? I'll come after you. (laughs) So uh, I just thought it was just absolutely insane. And I also felt that the solution to the, the real problem was never addressed, which is these police encounters with people who resist arrest. How do we want to handle that? Do we want the police to let them go and regroup and get on the radio and, you know, just like we used to chase people in cars. Mm -hmm. And then we said, you know what? When we chase people, they drive too fast. They kill innocent people, et cetera. And so now we do this thing where we have choppers overhead and and all that. And it it seems to work better, actually, I think, generally. Although there have been some instances that haven't worked. But I haven't heard, if there's a story about it, I haven't heard about the guy that they let drive away who went and shot eight people. I haven't heard that story. So... Anyway, it's a lot to talk about. We never did. We never addressed it. 
But what was never said the whole time, and this drives me insane, absolutely insane. We don't really talk about it that much, but I felt one thing above all needed to be said, and that's not, um, that's not uh, necessarily what people were saying. I felt what needed to be said was, don't resist arrest. Anytime you resist arrest, bad things happen. Everyone that dies resists arrest. I'm sure there's exceptions. I mean, there's the Breonna Taylor girl where they had a raid and they banged the door open. Memphis. And the boyfriend shot the cops right away when they walked in the door. Uh, Memphis was a guy who, I don't even know what that guy did. Well, he did drive away. Actually, he did drive away, didn't he? It was after they all kind of flew up and were banging on his doors and stuff like that. No, but though. wasn't in, he... St- in not wasn't, cop clothes, either. Wasn't he stopped, though, and he wouldn't stop? I'm not uh, trying to blame the guy for dying, by the way. It wasn't his fault. He should never have died, of course. But he did not... I don't think he followed instructions. I really don't. Well, he, he, Look it up, Brandon. I don't even know which one Memphis is anymore. There's like and 20... I'm not, 20 I'm not lying to you. There's like 20 cops beat him up in... That special unit, the Memphis... An special, EMS came, an EMS unit. sat around for 10 the minutes. Scorpion unit. And they got to the police or the hospital and the guy was dead. I don't think he did what he was supposed to do. And I'm not saying it should be that close by any means. But when we see people fighting with the police, that used to be a big deal. It was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? This person, you know, you see it on cops mm. once in a while. I was like, oh, holy shit. Now it seems like it's almost normal to fight with the police. Like, oh, well, yeah, you know, because the cops are so racist, they're going to kill you if you don't fight with them. You better fight back. Okay, so you're, th- you're talking to Tyree Nichols. I do remember this now that I see the picture. Uh, who, and what was your specific question regarding Did he Tyree? follow police orders or did he? I thought he was being chased when he eventually was, was beaten to death. Well, I don't want to read the Wikipedia because it's a little, it's a little skewed. Uh, based well, it can't on, be that hard to find out what happened. I mean, they, pulled, they pulled him from his car, maced and late and tasered him. He broke free and ran towards his mother's house, which but was, when they, was almost there. When they pulled they him over, him. why did it ever get to pulling him out of the car? That's what I'm trying to to get at. And this is a, you know it's such a fine point. It really is right. No, it's make not. A difference. It yeah, I mean that was horribly tragic, but. Yeah, I mean, even if he did drive away, I, for some reason I thought he was—he ignored the police at his, when they first pulled him over. But I—I I don't even remember really. But the other one I mentioned, Brianna Taylor, that was a raid. She was asleep. Um, I'm sure there's other ones that you can find if you really work at it. But generally speaking, virtually everyone who died at the hands of police was resisting arrest or doing something. I mean, if you just said instead of saying. You know what? I have to sit my kids down and tell them we have to have the talk. The police are trying to murder people. And if you get pulled over, you really better be careful what you're doing. If you get pulled over, your life may end. That is a ridiculous conversation. That is not what anyone needed to hear. The police do not kill that many people, and they don't outright murder people. I mean, that is that is a, extremely rare when they're charged with murder. Yeah, right, and murder them for nothing. There's some reason they're trying to stop you. Yeah, if, for some if reason I, they're trying to talk to you. If I had to talk to any kid about the police, I would say, do exactly what they say, be very polite, have your license and insurance ready when they come to the door, um, whatever, you just make it very simple, kiss their ass. But a lot of people don't want to kiss their ass, and when, they, when people don't kiss their ass, they say, well, if you had the same experience they had you, with police, then you would know that you know, it's better to fight the police. 
No, it's never better to fight the police. But I swear, no one ever, ever said that when this was going on. All they did is said the police want to murder you, the police are racist, and so on and so forth. Drew, you haven't seen all the stories where people fight the police back and they win? Like, they haven't (laughs) talked about that on that? Does that happen? No, it never happens. Oh, okay. Antonio Brown, uh, actually, he he won a standoff. He wins That was the first one. (laughs) I know. And just, uh, just a brief aside here. Antonio Brown... His ownership of the Albany, whatever that stupid yeah. league is, that is owned by a shell company in, I think it's Saudi Arabia. He doesn't actually directly own the team. But did you see <laughs> the name? It was something like Antonio. It was a long name, like a sovereign citizen or something. Yeah, you know, it was I really got a national. It was very bizarre, and uh, I saw a few different thoughts as to why that was, and one of them was he has a lot of people trying to collect money from him who could put liens on anything he buys. <laughs> Because he doesn't pay people. Right. That's uh, no. his fault. He started it. But no, it's absolutely nuts. But he knows that, so he's going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own this in a different name so they can't come after Yeah, he, he's one of those guys, uh, in a way, he's kind of like Crowder, Alex. He's always right. He always knows a way around. You know, I mean, that's really pretty amazing that he would go to that much trouble instead of just fucking paying people when he owes the money. But back to the story. So this morning in Southfield, uh, they had a press conference because there's a family that want to, actually they've retained attorneys to sue the police because uh, this guy who was in a mental health facility was released and within 24 hours, he couldn't even make it a full day, he assaulted his mother, who was much older. I mean, like, I don't know how old, 70, 80, something like that. And she called 911. By the time the police got there, she was unconscious. He had beaten her unconscious. So the police are trying to arrest this person, and he charged a female police officer, punched her in the face, and the other officer tackled him and uh, cuffed him and took him in. And when he got in the cell, uh, he threw it. He ran, like, the cell's distance is very short, but he ran full speed from one end of the cell to the other and hit the glass wall with his head. And uh, they have video of it. They released video of everything because the family, I even saw the attorney at one point said, why'd the cop have to tackle him? Well, he just punched a police officer. He just punched a female police officer who, by the way, I didn't, you can't see it from her. You can see it from her standpoint, but you can't see her getting hit. Uh, it was, I mean, that's pretty threatening. Don't you want to shake those people and go, no, f- Fuck the tackling. Let's go back to him beating up his mom. Like, that's what we're talking about here. No, I know. It's uh, like, who fucking cares that they tackled him? Fuck him. I want him tackled. He's scary. So anyway, uh, the, the Southfield police chief came out today, and I really, I, I really appreciated what he said because he said, listen, uh, no matter what happens, if there's a debate about it, I will release the videotape. And uh, he refuted the claims that his officer had done anything wrong, and it's like, Boy, all you have to do is just say the police did this, and boom, it's a thing. It's right. immediately a thing. Yeah. Uh, unless, well, in certain cases, if the victim is white, it's really not a thing. Nobody cares. And, in fact, the one in Whoa. today's, I don't think there's really a lot of debate about it because the woman pulled a knife. She was a, she's a two-time drunk driver. She's got a record, a long, long record. A lot of people she, do that. She's very pretty, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's very pretty. Was. Yeah. Was. And the police arrive, oh. and she is, oh, wow. she is restrained, and then she gets loose. Uh, actually, no, before she gets loose, she's, she's basically walking into the room like, what's going on? And the officer notices that she has a knife. The officer's standing in front of her and says, she's got a knife, 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 knife. 
So the officer behind her then kind of gets her on the ground, and she, she seems to be restrained, and then it's she's dangerous. loose again with the knife. So they yell at her to drop the knife, etc. She doesn't. They shoot her dead. And um, and her partner is, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe this. He's so stunned. And and I think a lot of people are probably surprised because, hey, resisting arrest, what's the big deal? I mean, everybody resists arrest. But in this case, I don't see anybody giving a shit. In fact, I read two stories about it. And among the things in the story, somebody said, leading up to her death, she promoted, wait, what were they, conspiracy God, theories about COVID or something? I'm like, oh, really? That's part of her death? That's that a she factor. promoted conspiracy theories <laughs> about COVID. Nothing to do with it. The fuck? Yeah, and she, um, she said that uh, body integrity is more important than any vaccine. You should have, be able to make a decision for yourself and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, they love piling on her. But in a lot of cases, I remember a guy in Sacramento, I think it was Sacramento, that was killed. He had a cell phone. He had robbed a couple of homes. He had broken a window of a car and stolen some things out of a car. It, this is in a small neighborhood. In a very short period of time, like multiple people were, their, their stuff was disrupted. Yeah. And people were like, what's going on out here? And this family noticed that he was in their backyard. They called the police. The police ordered him to give up. He wouldn't give himself up. And he was holding his cell phone up like this, almost in a shooting stance. They thought it was a, a gun, and they shot him. They told him to drop it, and it was his phone, so he didn't drop it. Why was he holding his phone up, too? I don't know. It was weird. It almost seemed like it was death by cop, maybe. But anyway, the point being, afterwards, this is an African-American man. It was father of two, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out he did not pay any attention to his kids. He was not a father in any way, shape, or form, other than that he had fathered two kids. But they tried to make it like... Oh, he was such a loving father. And I mean, really, it was this big thing about, uh, I mean, the headline was so, the story was so different from the story about this vaccine, uh, this vaccine-hating person who had drunk driving arrests. Well, this guy in, I think it was Sacramento, he had a long rap sheet too, but it was all about loving father of two. I don't know. It's just the way these things are shaped and molded, it's, it's really disturbing to me. In this case... I don't think anybody's going to care. I know her boyfriend, who was the one that called 911, he's very, very upset. And he seemed to be in disbelief that she was killed. And that would be unbelievable when you call the police and your partner ends up dead. That would be shocking. Yeah. But Second she, guessing. Pulled, she pulled a knife on a cop. Wow, that's a really bad move. Uh, yeah. Do you want to look at the video? I guess. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like looking at these. Okay, they get her down. She got away. Taser. She still got the knife coming. Yes. Oh. Yeah, hearing her partner is just, oh boy. Yelling the cop to get off of her. He's taking the knife out of her hand. Wow, she looked, uh, even when, even when after she was shot and she was still fighting with the police, she looked. No. What was she, she on? Something? I don't yeah. know. That was really fucking weird. And she doesn't look like the girl in this picture. I, it looks like she might have a bone or army. I don't know. Oh, that's her Facebook page, it says. Had. Yes. 
she's also a mother of three. And, you know, I, as I read about this. Look, she's being tased and just walking right through it. I know. No, right she, was, it. she was tased. And it meant nothing. It affected her not one iota. But, again, in one of the accounts I read, it was all about the mother of three. And I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe a mother of three shouldn't pull a knife on a cop because right. she should care about her kids more than the police. Should the police be going, oh, my God, it's a mother of three. I really should put up with this knife. Right. To go, oh, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to have to deal with this, but I got to get I got to do it. I did wrong and I'm going to be back with my kids later. Right. They're trained. If Somebody pulls a knife on you. If somebody threatens your life, you eliminate the threat. That's that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I don't you know, I think she it sounded like she had serious problems based on her history and the way she looked in that video, too. Yeah, that was weird. She still looked pretty good, like by the way. Like a zombie. <laughs> she did. You she can have her. Good. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? What? She's not. Uh... Fuck, you going to check in on that? <laughs> Especially in that video. No, she's not made up at all, and she has a bruise on her face, but I, I don't know. I'm just a Jewish I'm woke. Well... Fuck the hell She had a really good body. So you could maybe, uh... you know, clean her up. I think yeah, you, I, rehabilitate I a little up. bit I mean, of that behavior. She was going to jail, but I don't think she was old enough for her hair to get gray. <laughs> I picture Drew giving her a bath. <laughs> like, let's clean you up, baby. <laughs> Gonna make you look nice. We'll clean you up, baby girl. She's a fixer-upper. <laughs> 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 that is pretty sad. You can't chain her in your basement, She's though, because we're down here. So, just, um, just saying. Also in the, uh, the crime world, uh, Dr. Devin Hooper, Hoover, who owns the... Historic home in Detroit in the Boston Edison neighborhood worth close to a million dollars. I think 750000 they said. Oh. He's the one that was found dead in his crawl space, his upstairs crawl space, which I thought. Oh, that's, oh, that's someone, someone who, yeah, it did. He'd been there a couple weeks. <laughs> I've been there a few days, sorry, I think. that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to think that. I'm and terrible. boy, I'll tell you what, whenever you're watching, like, I don't know. I can't think of an example off the top of my head when someone finds a body in a trunk, for example. Oh, do they recoil? I know. And they open up. It's like, oh, God! Yeah. Oh. Which is horrible to think that you fucking died, you know, in some horrible circumstance, and yet you just stink! <laughs> oh, my God, do you stink! <laughs> and people are recoiling and running away from you because you stink! Like that woman. Remember the lady? Remember the funky lady that died? It was like she she got to the <laughs> hospital. Get... And was just like, oh my god, she stinks! And they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her, but other than that, she, <laughs> she stunk. stunk. <laughs> and she died. And it was like they never. I don't think they ever figured it out. Other than that she stunk. <laughs> Remember that? Being, wait, you have to. Wait, did she show up dead? Just... That's why she stunk. No, she showed up. Be more and, specific about the stinky. And, and I forgot what was wrong with her, but she was like not functioning well at all, and she. Stunk. Dunk. Oh, she was rotting or yeah, something? Yeah, and they just yeah. couldn't figure out why she was so funky. P.U. And she ended up dying, and then I think someone else close to her died of funkiness, too. And she's really going to start to stink. Does anyone remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Somebody I'm knows. not kidding. She stunk so bad that nobody could, the doctor could barely bear to go near her. She there stunk so bad. Smell. It smelled like a shit. Somebody will remember what I'm talking about. She smells horrible. It's unbelievable. So anyway, the, the doctor, who was single and was beloved in the neighborhood, he threw parties all the time, he had open houses, he just sounded like a really fun-loving neurosurgeon. Oh. I mean, for a 53-year-old neurosurgeon, he sounded like a really good guy, very mm -hmm. beloved in his neighborhood, in his profession, and he was shot at close range in the back of his head. Twice. Oh. 
Never saw it coming. Execution style. The second shot, it sounded like he was on the ground. They believe he was on the ground when he was shot. So he was on his face. He was then wrapped up in a blanket. He was nude, except for one sock, and taken to a crawl space upstairs on his right foot. Okay. So, I mean, I assume he's gay. I don't care. I don't think anybody cares. But... um, this has to be someone who's incredibly close to him to know where the upstairs crawl space is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got to be. Sure. Right? Why, do you, why do you assume he's gay? Um, well, maybe I've been reading too many comments on the story. <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't know. There's no girlfriend. Okay. And um, he's a successful neurosurgeon. Yeah, I mean, surgeon. we know somebody would love to marry this guy. Well, it could be. He could be. A lot of the speculation. Could just online, be dating. There's a lot of that speculation through like the, uh, the internet sleuths. They're all believing that he was. Yeah, it's it's really irrelevant to the story. Someone murdered him. He was, uh, as I said, he's extremely successful. He was beloved. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't even know why I pointed it out, but uh, it seemed like it might be related to a relationship for somebody to shoot him in the back of the fucking head. Yeah, that's usually. And people case. don't really murder neurosurgeons very often, <laughs> but. Uh, you could have a uh, lover spat. Could have a gay lover spat. Could yeah, be either could one. Be. <laughs> um, but it doesn't sound like he's mixed up in anything else. Because I was, I have to admit, I was, you know, like Jamie Foxx, when you don't know, you just go, oh, God, somebody's shot in the back of the head. I think they would be, maybe they're up to no good. Maybe they're up to something. And that's what bugs me with Jamie Foxx. It's like, I know, I love Jamie Foxx. I don't think he's done anything wrong ever, and I wouldn't care if he did something wrong, like overdose. <laughs> but tell me! Would you tell me, please? <laughs> Damn it! I don't want to think of Jamie Foxx inserting stuff in his butt. And he needs prayers fast. <laughs> he needs prayers. Yes. Directed tell, at. Just tell me. Just tell me. <laughs> and with, with uh, Dr. Devin, just tell me, please. Just tell me what's going on. <laughs> and and you'd assume maybe this is sexist of me, but if someone's gonna drag him, that's probably an, a man. A dude again doesn't yeah. mean there was a relationship, but no, he had to be carried or dragged upstairs to a crawl space. He was wrapped in um, he's wrapped in a blanket and a comforter, I think. Uh, I, you know that's what? It's not gonna be easy to do. I have moved big, giant pieces of furniture with, you know, like when you put a rug I or a comforter. Know. Could you carry Dr. Devin Hooper upstairs, Trudy, if you shot him in the I back might, of the head? I might. I really? Yeah, yeah. Want me to try? Prove it. I'm going to lay on the ground right here. I want you to drag yeah. me up the stairs. Do it. Let's get drag him down, Jim, right now. Drag well, you Jerry, a, our YouTube video. If you had a female lover, I believe you could carry her upstairs and Aww. throw her in the crawl space. But yeah. I don't know about uh, Dr. Lovingly. Devin Hooper. <laughs> Lovingly. You just shot her in the back Jim. of the head. Yeah, She's gross. Yeah. She was kind of a bitch. Don't touch Jim. He's gross. <laughs> She's got to prove it. You You're would be gross. gross. Jim, you would be gross if you were oh, shot in the head. And, I keep trying oh, to find the woman. Not as gross who, as Hawk. The woman yeah. who stank story, and there's so many stink stories. Shoot Jim in the back of the head first. <laughs> Leads to corpse tests eaten by dogs. You. Um, there's uh, one woman who. She just stunk on her own. Yeah, she just like stunk. A chemical smell about her in Palo Alto, and they it brought was, her into a hospital. That might be it. That might be it. Uh oh. It was. It was something like something happened. I don't know. It could have been her pussy. I don't know. <laughs> just saying. It was something crazy was that happened. Something smell? female happened. I don't know. It's weird. It smelled like nickels. A sock full of nickels. Vagina. 
I could be conflating. Get a deadly I, yeast infection. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell a story my brother told Wait, me. That, what? Um, it was told, told to me in, oh, in no. some degree of confidence because it was a doctor-related story. But well, Drew, just tell us. You don't have to tell anyone else. Yeah. Well, right now, this, right now, this, though. This woman came in. It's a similar story. And she stunk. <laughs> just stunk. Vagina. And they couldn't figure out is wrong with her? And oh, they're examining her I know, I know. every which way. You remember the story? Nope, nope, but I'm, I just have a theory. Go ahead, though. Tell the story. They examined her thoroughly. They couldn't mm-hmm. find anything. It's like, why does she stink? <laughs> God, I stink. Period farts. <laughs> oh, does she stink? It was a... We can't find out what it is. I know. Oh, she, she had she some had, tampon. No. Oh, really? No, she, had you. A, she had a piece, a broken piece oh. of a baked potato inside oh. her pussy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> She had been pleasuring. It was baked too. The potato. <laughs> she did it warm. The potato had. Well, I don't know if it was baked. Okay. I don't know why I said you that. Eat your tots. <laughs> she got wanted to be potato. baked. It break off. She inserted easier. it in herself for sexual pleasure. Part of it broke off and was very deep inside. Vagina. And it was starting to grow things. Oh yeah. That's man. what happens with potatoes, yes. right? They do grow in dark, it got, warm places. It got pickled. And it stunk. Oh, it, it got yeah, pickled and started growing arms. Bacteria. They were baffled, but nobody wanted to, nobody wanted to check on her or nothing because she stunk. <laughs> and she was even disturbed. Vagina. I mean, she brought herself in like, oh, my God, I stink so bad. I don't know what it is. Help me. I stink. <laughs> she had no idea. Oh. She had no idea. But you have no idea. You can't feel that. Well, I don't have a vagina to know what it feels like. But well, I probably I happened. feel a potato in there. Probably happened a couple weeks earlier because I asked oh. my brother yeah, the same thing. He said it'd been in there for a good while because oh, there's a lot of growth. God. Oh, and the bacteria's eating the potato, and then the bacteria's farting. Have you ever have, scent. have you ever discovered like a rotten potato in a bunch of them? Like they're they're all laying around. There's a rotten one. Have you ever that smell? Oh, that God, smell that is awful. And mix that with vagina. Hideous. Mix it, it with awful. vagina. <laughs> oh my God. Well, my, I think I think my brother. Uh, Said that the moisture was probably helpful to the growth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it got pickled. The reason it was so successful. It got pickled. She, well, she was all wet. We don't. Oh, well, just there's moisture in that area. Somehow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. The know. time there's supposed to be, and uh, so that <laughs> contributed to the successful growth of the piece of potato. Like a science project. Maybe she was doing a science project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As now, one does. I think she would have <laughs> given up on the science project because she stunk. That's stung, gross. And she knew That's she stunk. That's nasty. <laughs> that was a nasty story. Ew. <laughs> gross. Disgusting. She not, no, I just can't imagine not feeling that. Ugh. It's pretty bizarre. Um, she probably put a lot of things up in there and forgot yeah. about them, so. Yeah. Put one on your butt and see if it, like, uh, sprouts. If I can feel it. It's very cavernous in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We have a boner line to get Jesus. to. Jesus. And also a couple. I want to, I want to, if you guys can think of any other videos besides the maybe our friend from Donahue. Uh-huh. Like I was thinking of the, um, the, uh, Gay fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Gay just like maybe just play shit. a few of them and put them on YouTube because I've had so many people ask me for the maybe guy video. Yeah. I thought, why don't we put it on YouTube? I mean, that's what it's for, right? Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It might get some views. <laughs> Might make some money, but uh, might not. not. Not much. Um, okay, well, this one, are you comfortable with this yellow spot being about you in part? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well, Drew's like most guys, put up with pain, discomfort, uh, this bad hip, and put off surgery. When Drew's back to running up and down the stairs. 
you'll say, God, I should have done this years ago. Well, it's the same with vision issues. We endure med- mediocre solutions, you know, intermittent things like glasses, contact glasses, reading glasses, to where finally, like, that's enough. And then we call Dr. Yaldo, get a free evaluation and opt for the appropriate procedure that will set us free to enjoy HD caliber vision at all distances. And then think, uh, why did I wait so long? The answer is because when I'm a man. Where, where is this going? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you tell us. to the doctor. Um, hundreds of you listeners um, had enough on the ball to get custom LASIK or multifocal implants on your own, after you got to the point where you needed help seeing, depending on your age and situation, you make the call. If you're in that situation, let Dr. Yaldo evaluate you and now begin seeing the way that you used to before your vision went south. Call 800-398-EYES or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com and say 1500 on custom LASIK. If you mention, but you heard it right here on the Drew and Mike Show, and uh, Christina Gennari, she is the top in selling and um, finding homes for people who want to move in. And despite the real estate market and how crazy it is, she's been doing it for all these years. So if you're ready to make a move, it's the perfect time to go with Christina Gennari. Go, uh, go to soldchristina.com. That's soldchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate, 248-550-4788. And she is or has been teaching that class in, I think it's Monday, in real estate. If you want to take it, hit her up. Um, we got the phone number again, 248-550-4788. I'm hot for teacher. Ah, oh, yes. Well, she is very beautiful as well. Yeah. And um, with uh, all this weather, weird and otherwise, um, pipes burst, air conditioning, you know, screws up or, you know, mold. What all these things? What happens in your house you, you never put a can potato in some wet spot. <laughs> Your basement flood. Whatever. Uh, you should call Pam first. <laughs> they get you more money. <laughs> uh, they can handle the entire claims process. You don't have to, and they don't. And you don't say the wrong thing. Ruin your claim. They can come in, and they know the policy, and they argue it for you. Even if you're in the middle of a claim, Pam guarantees to get you more money than the insurance company offered. Uh, go to callpamfirst.com or click the logo on our website. Uh, Dr. <sighs> All right. I saw a cute Britney story today. Aww. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Britney. Uh, apparently, she drank so much Red Bull and drank so many caffeinated drinks round the clock. Apparently, always has a drink in her hand with caffeine in it that she regularly stays up for three days. You need a lot of caffeine. Yeah, I thought that's a little more caffeine than it would take to stay up for three days. I drink think a, yes, there's something else in there. It gives me wings. Yeah, there's something else in there besides that. <laughs> There's an additional substance or two in there, but... Just a guess. Anyway, the point was that it's not unusual for her to stay up for three straight days. Wait, did, did a publicator, did someone, a website actually say because she drinks so many caffeinated drinks? Well, that's what the TMZ story on Monday, they're doing an hour special on Britney. Really? Britney, what a fucking mess. That's the headline. <laughs> it should be. Anyway, when you stay up for three days on a semi-regular basis... That could be part of the reason she looks so haggy. I'm not tired. Well, it causes psychosis, too. Yeah, too. and that's why her eyes always look so deep and sunken and dark. Um, and... But her makeup looks like it's three days old sometimes. She just looks haggy as hell, doesn't she? I mean, for a 40-year-old girl, doesn't Blotchy. she look haggy? What is she doing Blotchy? all those hours that she's up, Spinning. by the way? <laughs> what else, what she else has, is she doing? She has no job. She doesn't do anything. I mean, oh, I guess she's sitting around writing. Oh, I'm sure she's oh, writing, right. just writing, 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 writing. She works so hard on music and Love writing songs. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. No, she's writing a, <laughs> a book about herself. 
Everything is about her. I mean, honestly, does she? Uh, maybe she works at the rape crisis center, like uh, Elizabeth Holmes or something. Do you suppose? Oh yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Fucking. Elizabeth I think she just Holmes. she basically finds Liz reasons. Holmes, guys. Liz Holmes. Oh, Liz, sorry. Right. I think she finds reasons to be mad at people. That's pretty much her full-time job. Jesus. Because uh, they mentioned that as the first day works into the second day into the third day, that basically she gets in fights with everyone. I mean, her own security people. Sam, apparently there's been some physical fights. Oh, well, I got breaking news. Britney Watch, keeping you up to date with all your Britney Spears news. Oh boy, what's she done now? Drew, you're not far off mentioning Sam because she just a couple minutes ago posted, in every relationship there's a person who falls asleep instantly and the other person who lies awake wondering how that's even possible. And then she <laughs> writes a fucking novel. Oh boy. Again. It's about Sam? Uh, well, I mean, she's in a relationship, so I figured then some of them, so... I'm sharing this because summer's around the corner and I'm sweating my toots off like there's no tomorrow laughing emoji. Not really to get in shape, but I like to sweat. I feel like I've accomplished something, you know. I just started ballet, ballet emoji lessons, and it's really different. Keeping my head held high is not always easy if your confidence level isn't so high. Oh, I Brittany. do small workouts because I don't like long. I know the meditation and yoga is good, but I'm sorry that I'm not that into it at the moment. What you meditate on? <laughs> I'm reposting a lot of footage because it's good to backtrack when a lot has happened and look back and realize it makes sense now. Sure. My mind gets busy, and sometimes that we can get easy target to mess with, I roll emoji. Anyways, I'm sticking to watermelon juice, which is the weirdest thing ever, but I was told for years I can't have coffee, and now that I can, it's my pride. Oh, there's that caffeine again. Oh, I can't even look at it. it. <clears throat> my pride and green tea green tea emoji is my prized possession you clever little turds poop emoji crying emoji sorry but i never stay up late with red bull it is absolutely the worst drink ever i make jewelry candles and doll clothes oh, okay so what oh. i may be a loser but i do what you makes are. me feel most alive and gives me interest but i don't like people in the media bullying me and saying hateful things drew i'd like to check <laughs> in on some of my fans how are you guys doing oh yeah she really cares about her fans no what's going on in your shit. lives how are you feeling lately what activities are you doing these days Been a lot of comments. Oh, she cares so much about her fans i know it's all about the fans and she's brought comments back oh she has is she replying to post? them well yeah because she asked about them and she wants to know what they're doing so I let's wanna know see. what you're doing. What are they doing? Let's I want to hear. I want to hear. This was written by AI. Hey, we need an Instagram live. TMZ or vultures. Happy belated Mother's Day. <laughs> belated? What? It's not happened yet. Please post some <laughs> ballet videos. Oh my God. Ballet videos. Love you, girl. Keep shining. We have your back. Why? This is what she wants. This is all she wanted. She just wanted love. Right. She's getting hateful comments. People saying, Brittany, you nutcase. Would you please check yourself into rehab? We love you, Brittany. Keep fighting. We won't stop until Jamie Spears and Lou Taylor are in jail. Oh, Who's Lou sure. Taylor? I don't know. I'm not sure who I don't know, is. but I hope he's in jail. My activities include research, and if you're okay, Brittany. <laughs> Jesus. How are you guys? And then, yeah, it's, I love you so much. Everybody is... There's not wait, one bad one in there? No. We love Bullshit. you, queen. No, wait, they're asking about you. You're not supposed to talk about her. Hey, this, wait, to squash not... those dumb Red Bull rumors. They're so bored, they need a new slender tactic. You drink your tea. <laughs> she had to they're... respond to that. I drink tea! 
They're so bored. Yeah, everyone's out to get Britney. It's a big conspiracy. She so doesn't she do res- anything. Harvey I, Levin, you can choke. That's what it says. <laughs> um, okay, we already know there was an intervention plan for her. That's not because they hate Britney or they're all ganging up on her to make something up. It's because she's a nut! <laughs> she's a loon! That's what you do with people. She's, yeah, when they're trying, completely nuts. We're going to self-harm, yeah. And um, also, let's see. Uh, what else about Britney? Well, just that she's hyped up for days. Okay, the Red Bull thing, I don't know. Bullshit. They mentioned like Red Bull tea. in the story. But the point was caffeinated drinks and staying up for three days, which right. I don't think is really to make that much. At the end of a day, I could drink a cup of coffee and fall asleep. I'm so exhausted. Like, I that's could, not too. not going to keep me up. No, I agree. Uh, also, um, they mentioned how impulsive she is, and they referenced a few different things. One of them was she just went out one day and bought a $10 million house. I want that! And <laughs> And then she, these? she moved there months later. I mean, this is like six months later. Uh, stayed three weeks, said she hated it, <laughs> sold it, and lost $1.7 million. <laughs> so she owned the house for like seven months, I think. Oops. She could use Christina Gennari's help. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, she said she stays up for days. She flies off the handle. She's very depressed. Very depressed. Uh, and uh, one of the things she's really depressed about is because my kids won't visit me. They hate me. No, but, they don't like being near insanity. No, and re- if you remember that her kids gently brought up that oh, it's a little awkward when you put those videos up where you're nude and you know we go to school and people give a shit about it. And she said, you're wrong. I, I'm free and I'm showing how free I am by being nude. So you should stop bullying me. I mean, she basically turned it around on them. Nice didn't she? mother. Oh, yeah. I'm not exaggerating. No, I got, no. I got five. I have six minutes worth of her calling out her kids on Instagram. Those were deleted, but I saved them forever. Oh. And we'll, we'll revisit them sometime. She also, and she's quoted on this. She says she doesn't have medical doctors. She does not believe in doctors at this point, <laughs> and that doctors can be very evil. And they doctors put an ID in her? have conspired to hurt her in the past. Therefore, she does not trust doctors, and she doesn't. Have doctors? Okay. No, that's a good point. Doctors try to harm you. She probably has a potato in her vagina too. (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking. Stinks. Bottom line is, she takes zero responsibility for being in conservatorship or for the relationship with her kids. Mm. And she, uh, the funny part of this thing about her kids not visiting was, it kind of implied that she really just wants them to visit. She doesn't really want to be their mom or have them yeah. full-time or anything like that. She just wants them to visit, and they don't even want to visit. Right. Well, she's so. a bummer. Well, it would also kind be really... It would and be then really, she blames them for yes, not visiting. Yes, exactly. It's their fault, and, well, it's Kevin's fault and their fault, and uh, Kevin's wife, is it Char? She's Char? Is she still with Char Jackson? I think that was his first wife before he left. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had two kids with Char before Brittany, didn't he? Correct. Yeah, and then he got some new hoe. Now he's with Victoria Prince. Oh, let's been with see. her for a while, though. Yeah, she's pretty. Look at that dumb hat he's wearing. <laughs> she looks... She, she resembles Britney slightly. Yeah, she's kind of crazy. She's kind of gummy. Big mouth. Yeah, wow, a capacity a three or four, I would say. By the way... <laughs> Trudy, you oh, mentioned, I got her pregnant. Oh, no. You mentioned the other day that Lionel Richie has a big mouth. He does have a big mouth, doesn't he? He, I would say... Six to seven capacity. Oh. Possibly the biggest mouth capacity I've ever Why seen. Big ones? Six or seven big ones? 
six or seven reasonable hard penis. Okay, just say. Yeah. reasonable, <laughs> not you know, not yeah, freak. Jim, yeah. do we have to get that specific? Yeah. Well, I'm just really... wondering. I'm trying to picture it. I, I'm... Well, you've seen Lionel Richie's mouth. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen six or seven in there. So. I think you can come up with your own capacity based on his mouth. <laughs> Jim wants more info on the dicks. Uh, and on the female side, I'd say Carly Simon probably has the highest capacity yeah. I've ever seen, maybe right. five or six. Yeah, and don't act Julia like, Roberts. Please don't act like I'm the only one that thinks about this. It's like it's <laughs> uncommon for people to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brandy, yeah, at right work about, today, people were talking about that. I don't know. It's common uh, water cooler talk. Yeah, it is. Julia Roberts, uh, she's probably a four or five, I would say. <laughs> Can we see a picture of Julia? Kobayashi. Let's see. With the, the, uh, when she's in the middle of one of those big character laughs of hers. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. man. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, look at that one, like right there. We see a laughing picture. Yeah, like, whoa. Whoa. Just yeah, side she, by side, lined she really, up. She doesn't really have a picture where she's open. There oh, open. There, she's open wide there. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, my God. Look at her oh. filling. How many fillings that would be does to she get the, have? To get the yeah. fifth one in, she'd be like that. She has, she has oh. old silver fillings. Yeah, I know. She's like a celebrity. It's an old picture. <laughs> she makes millions. Oh my right, gosh. Wow, that's. Yeah. I might make her six. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I think. That's fake. Look at, that, look at that one. Look at those fillings. Whoa. Think she'd be excited if she was declared a six? I wonder if people Maybe. get excited about that. Six capacity? Jeez. Yeah, just capacity. It doesn't mean you do it. Wow. It has nothing to do with you, no. your, your oh, willingness God. to do it. It's just saying if, you know, there was a need for it for some reason, if something happened, the world was going to end, and we needed oh, to get six penises. Yeah, but I, I feel like she can only get five because her teeth are in the way. She's just, her <laughs> teeth are too big. Yeah, her teeth. That, you'd, yeah, you know, it's true. You'd be risking. <laughs> what is going on in that picture there? <laughs> well, is there anybody else who would be a capacity six, possibly? Uh, Mick Anyone? Jagger. Oh, he's got a big mouth. He has a big mouth. Yeah, he's had yeah. he's had at least three or four in there. Once. He may <laughs> probably probably wouldn't be completely unfamiliar territory yeah. to Mick. Uh, how about? <laughs> no. Oh man, Julia. So when you just Google biggest celebrity mouth, wait, somebody put their fist in their mouth on on uh, on one of those late night shows. Was it Cameron Diaz? Um, Ooh. I swear she did, and it was really funny. Yeah, they wanted to do four to five dicks, but they wouldn't let him do it. So she just <laughs> she just did her fist. Violet Myers put her hand in her mouth. I don't know who Violet Myers is. Oh, Mila Kunis. Oh, Mila like... Kunis. Yes. Oh wow. So let's see. Maybe she's just a small hand. Oh, oh, she did this back on TRL back in the day. Holy she's shit! She's got a sneaky big capacity because you wouldn't think so looking at her mouth, but she's you know the stretch is a factor oh. too. It's like she's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think? I think that she just has small hands. Actually, you know what? She her mouth is more impressive than I thought. Uh, Maybe her head is really big, making her mouth look smaller than it is. Look at that. She's like, yeah, that's <laughs> oh my, my fist. God. Could have been three to four dicks. Yeah, she really least. houses that. Wow, <laughs> that's that's pretty amazing. It's, it's just in a loop. That. Her putting it in her mouth and back on a loop. It's a, <laughs> somebody made that gif and was like, oh yeah, this one's. Well, it's pretty impressive. I mean, I'd be proud of myself. If I could do that. What? what, what the hand she figured you that out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers where ISPs will slow down your internet towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. 
uh, allowing you to switch your IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney+, etc., and other countries for less than the U.S. YouTube Premium for much cheaper in foreign countries than the U.S. Unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams, that's D-A-M-S, that's the part that gives us the credit, which we need, or use the code dams, D-A-M-S, to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And if you are on NordVPN and you're perfectly happy with it, which a lot of people are, we got a lot of good feedback on NordVPN, uh, if you sign up for a two-year plan, you will get four bonus months free. Not a bad deal. Cool. And uh, let's get to the boner line. Another week. Another. Um, there's, what's the big topic this week? I'm almost nervous. I forgot. What oh, well, at birth. Oh, yeah, we got some Post, Post Malone, Malone stuff coming up here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 209-66-BONER. You can call that number and leave a message. You can text it or send pictures or whatever. This is number 280. <laughs> Happy anniversary, <laughs> Drew <laughs> and Mike. Well, thank you very much, Drew and Mike. Hey, guys. Happy anniversary. Uh, Brandon, I'm a little disappointed we didn't hear the happy anniversary song where the guy's like, oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, a-holes. Happy anniversary, a-holes. <laughs> seventh anniversary of the podcast, and it's about that time for the happy 10th anniversary of getting blown out from the rift. <laughs> You're fine. I just want to call it congratulations on your seven-year anniversary 70. with the podcast thank you so good luck with your podcast thank you very much happy seven years <laughs> congratulations and i will not stop listening so seven more years please and then some don't get crazy now we're here to learn hey i have a miss boner connection um sunday on the 30th i was driving down west road and i saw a brown dodge ram with a Drew and Mike podcast sticker. Yeah. And I wanted to stop you and ask you where you got that. If you can get back to me, I'd appreciate it. Thanks. It's not for sale. You guys totally jogged my memory about when you guys were talking about uh, uh, siblings that grew up with uh, people or, uh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I forgot. I totally fucked that up. <laughs> Brandon, you better play that read you fucked up on the boner line you have ragged me multiple times for screwing up midway through my boner line method and brought ridicule to me at the job site oh i'm sorry about that and now you've done it so you better fucking play it friends can you can you handle this oh lord no yeah you can i sure can the number one reason people put on glasses and contacts it's not the cost or the mistrust it's of the effectiveness Oh, Jesus Christ. You're fine. Keep going. Keep going. You're fine. Go ahead. No editing. You're fine. Who writes these things? Eli? Is that the, yeah, that's, yeah. Bullshit. These things. He, he puts semicolons everywhere. Who the hell puts semicolons in copy? You want your colon clear? Man, I'm a clean man. Semicolons. Yeah, hi. I'd like to put in a request to hear a specific fart. Okay. Hmm. One, three distinct bursts. Okay. Hmm. A lot of reverb. Uh, the last burst is much longer than the first two. Very gurgly. Uh, sounds like gurgly. his butthole is gargling water. Okay. Hmm. If you could put that on, that'd be great. I feel like Appreciate that's it. One of mine. Love hearing farts. Would you grow up? Some people are saying, not me, that Brandon and Hawk might be the same person. 
No. I'm just saying, some people are saying. Brandon wishes he could roll in my chair for a couple days. I agree with Brandon. MTV News sucked. I hated that. Anytime it came on, I just thought, <laughs> oh, just go away. Shut up. Get back to Road Roll. <laughs> so you guys are talking about MTV News, and the other day someone dropped the Cable Guy reference when the phone call came up, so I have to do this. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it was... Asian. Asian. Hi, I'm Tabitha Soren with MTV News. Today in the Sam Sweet case, the prosecution <laughs> played the 911 call that Sam Sweet made the night he murdered his brother. Keep in mind, Mr. <laughs> Sweet confessed one month later. Oh my god! Oh my god! My good brother's been shot! I think it was an Asian gang or something! I saw someone, he looked Asian! And he was speaking another language! I'm pretty sure it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I've seen that. I've watched that. I hate Trump. I think he's the worst. Oh, yeah, sure. But Trump drops are the best. Thank you. The absolute best. Don't stop using Trump drops from a certified Trump hater. His drops are the absolute best. We have to appreciate genius. We all like genius. Did you guys hear the joke that NASA changed the official drink of the shuttle program. Houston, we have a problem. It used to be Tang. Now it's Ocean Spray. True. Just out of curiosity, you kept pronouncing Helena Montana as Helena. You don't know his name? There's Nine and ten news in January of 2023. You've only been there four months. Yeah, I know. She worked previously as a sports reporter in Helena, Montana, and is a sports Helena. talk radio host. Helena, yes, her name is Helena. Husband. If you're spending this much time waiting for us, you should you know, know her, her name. name. Her name is Helena. Hey, guys. Wanted to let you know my family is now obsessed with watching the documentary about Gary and Larry, the serial <laughs> killers. Oh, my God. Because my dad is Gary, who is an identical twin with Larry. So like that could me. <laughs> I love listening to the stories about these two. Gary got a separated at birth. <laughs> the guy working at the Taco Bell that's on heroin or some shit, and the oh, so sleepy drop. You've been sitting here nodding out at the drink machine, man. Yeah, I feel that, bro. Bro, you should probably not be working right now. I feel that. You shouldn't be driving. Oh, so sleepy. We've got an audio separated at birth. That strung out Taco Bell kid falling asleep. And Michael Jackson, in whatever those weird deposition interview tapes where he was all fucked up and you couldn't understand a word he was saying. Alright, man, I've just been working. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I forgot about it. I've never seen anything like this. Go. It's BS. They made it up. Uh, Audio separated at birth. Post Malone and anything, any scene that Jim Brewer did in Half-Baked. For $400, I got Jerry Garcia in a pouch, man. Hell yeah, man. Congratulations. That's amazing. Audio separated at birth. Post Malone and uh, George Clooney. Hear about that guy? George Clooney. You been reading about all that? You been seeing that? Hell yeah, man. Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, I got a separated at birth for you. Post Malone and James Caan. Remember when you... <laughs> I mean, with those mashed potatoes. Hell yeah, man. Congratulations. That's amazing. Got another separated at birth for Post Malone with the Mitchell Berry complaint. 
Separated at birth. Post Malone, high as fuck, and dark helmet from Spaceballs after hitting the wall, wow. coming out of ludicrous speed. Are you all right, sir? Fine. How have you been? Fine, sir. Good. Well, why don't we take a five-minute break? Very good, sir. Smoke if you got them. Hell yeah, man. Congratulations. That's amazing. Hell yeah. You got an audio separated at birth. The lady getting arrested in the airport bar. The first time that she oh. screams, it sounds just like the no, no more drugs. I have an answer. No! 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 <laughs> a few seconds after that, there's a guy in the background he, that you can hear say, see ya. See ya. <laughs> Got an audio separated verse for you. The song Stay by Lisa Loeb. <laughs> the first few notes sound like the drop. You've got hepatitis. And I always mix them up every time I get it. <laughs> You've got hepatitis. Oh. You say stay. And she already has a cold sore. That's a surprise. Hey, you guys know why that Crazy Town song sounds good until the lyrics? kick in, it's because that song is sampled from a Red Hot Chili Pepper song, an instrumental called Pretty Little Ditty. It's on the Mother's Milk album. Check it out. Uh, wow. Whoa. Come, my lady, come, come, my That's lady. why I like that song. <laughs> oh my God. And I didn't even know it was Chili Pepper. Either. I sang this song to Jim's mama our first date. <laughs> Happy oh. Mother's Day, everyone. Oh, cock. Yeah, Mother's Day is this weekend. Even right now, you can hit them up for a gift certificate, all right? Yeah, take care of her right there with a gift certificate for a mommy makeover. What's the mommy makeover? Quite simply, it's HD liposuction sculpture or 360 lipo or two both of them together. That's liposuction that circumnavigates your midriff, abdomen, waist, flanks, and buttocks. Or body tight, a Brazilian butt lift, a minimally, minimally invasive breast lift, diva, and to tighten up her face, Morpheus 8. Although, if it's sort of awkward trying to pick these things out for your mom, again, you can get her a gift card and take care of it all. If she's sort of, you know, like worn down from you being her kid, uh, her skin has lost its elasticity, gravity is taking its place, you can just jump in. And help her with the mommy makeover. And keep in mind, it helps to do these things like a little bit at a time, you know, so you get it before everything has sort of gone downhill. Um, if you can't figure out which of these things, again, that your mom wants, get her a gift certificate from Dr. Roche's office. Call for a consult at 248-338-1110. Um, the Trump Unity Bridge, I didn't hear any rattletrap sightings there. But um, you go there all the time, though, don't you? Well, no, just once. You have GPS for the Trump <laughs> Unity Bridge. That's where she gets her swag. Wouldn't that be wild if Waze had a Trump Unity Bridge when you could see it <laughs> indicated on the map and it showed where it was? Um, but uh, somebody who used to be a police officer for Farmington Hills called me up the other day to explain. And did we know this that the Unity Bridge used to be the bridge at Barnstormers where people would stand and get 
yeah, their engagement he, photos and stuff like and that. And he's told us he's he won that in the divorce. Right. And it was in his backyard in Farmington Hills for a while. So Trump has nothing to do with that bridge. Well, it, that it's of its origins. Right. But then he had it. It was something that he won in the divorce. So he's like, why not make this out of it? But Donald Trump never said, you know, if I just had a unity bridge that somebody could drive around to all these events and play loud music out of and do stupid uh, MAGA signs with their arms and stuff. <laughs> Oh my God! And lots of swag. And he so, thanks, Craig, for calling me and uh, and remembering that for me. I have to admit, I'm I'm still so blown away that he's still driving that Unity Bridge around all over the place with regular stops at a lot of towns in Michigan. And I, yeah. he must sell enough Trump merch to make it worthwhile. I can't imagine. I don't know. Who does I mean, the upkeep on that too? I mean, oh, he does. I mean, Rescue Forty Five had a big rehab last year. Yeah, that's the vehicle that uh, it broke down on seventy five, and I received like six pictures of it from people who drove by and were like, "Oh my gosh, the Unity Bridge! Look at it!" No, it's it's incredible how many people bump into the Unity Bridge. It is. I think it is unifying people. I think it is not in the way maybe well, it, it was on the boner line. intended, but uh, yeah. it seems there's a lot of unity coming from the Unity Bridge. <laughs> You're just right. not the kind that maybe right. he's after. Yeah. Craig, hey, by I, the way, listens to all our shows. So good. thanks, Craig. Yes, thank you very much. I'm so excited because Gordon G.G. Gebert has sent me the book Kiss and Tell that Mike and I and everyone laughed so hard at the first time around. <clears throat> These crazy stories about Ace Freely. <laughs> and if you heard Carl break down his appearances on Eddie Trunk, you have a little bit of an idea as to how Ace's brain works, right. which is not always in symmetry. <laughs> and Gordon had a long history with Ace as a friend, and also I think they were friendly enough that you know there were some investments made, oh. primarily in Ace, of course, oh and uh, some money's owed. And <laughs> at one point, this got really crazy because Ace was in bankruptcy, which I think has happened a couple times. And how, you would think, how, how? How? I know. How in the world? Well, because he's not getting paid two hundred and fifty grand a pop for a show. Well, that's true. And that's the only way he would do those two shows. I mean, that would be a starting point, two hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how, you hard, how hard Paul and Gene would laugh if they heard that Ace is willing to do it for two hundred and fifty grand a night? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so at some point... This becomes so dire, the bankruptcy and the and the situation with uh, Gordon that there's talk of well, gee, um, you know, you're such a big Kiss fan because Gordon, of course, you know, traveled with Kiss and traveled with Ace and went to shows and lots of shows and was friends and you know had this long time association. Gee, would Gordon, how would you like to own Ace's share of the Kiss catalog? Oh, which is significant because Ace wrote, uh, I forgot how many songs it was I actually went through their top streaming songs which is like the top maybe 200 kiss songs or maybe it's more than that it might be like 300 i found i want to say there were five or six songs in the top hundred really yeah which hmm. you know that's not bad it's you'd think it'd be significant money right sure well um let's see more paperwork sent to me by ace's bankruptcy lawyers why would his lawyer send me these legal documents to an embezzler. Oh, Ace had, had called Gordon an embezzler, <laughs> which was actually, as he points out, who owed who money? He owed me money. How could I embezzle <laughs> money from Ace? So I had the opportunity to buy out Ace's estate for $140,000. After much debate with my lawyer, he said it wasn't worth the bullshit. 
Ace's lawyers were not forthcoming with all of his assets. I knew what possessions Ace had, and he undervalued what he listed. Then, instead of paying back his debtors, Ace bought back his own estate. So many improprieties surrounded Paul Ace Freely's bankruptcy. How was he allowed to buy back all his assets before repaying debtors? It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I was in contact with other debtors, and they were never properly notified of the whole legal process of Ace's royal screwing to everyone in the list. Huh. Rockstar privilege. But I believe in yin and yang. Here's a list of Ace's assets. Uh. <laughs> he lists page after page <sighs> after page of all of Ace's assets that he was offered for $140,000. It's pretty fascinating, honestly. Does it equal $140,000 worth? Oh, I think you really think so? I would say it's terribly undervalued <laughs> because Ace wanted to buy it back. Well, what year was this offer? 1996, I believe. Yeah. or maybe, Just for inflation purposes. May have been a couple years before that. I'm probably boring the majority of you with all these legal documents, but I'll bore you some more. Part of the assets in Ace's estate that were offered to me were songs he partially owned. The bankruptcy lawyers had to send me the royalty statements on what each song's past income was. I came very close to owning all of Ace's song catalog. Wow. <laughs> Michael Jackson owns all Paul McCartney's songs. My lawyer fought with me. He kept asking me, why would you want to own all these songs? It's not worth having. The peak income Pretty on these... Cool. It would be cool. The peak income on these songs are over. If you just want to buy them to bust Ace's balls, it's the wrong reason to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of why I think Gordon wanted to buy him. <laughs> he convinced me it wasn't worth the trouble, and I'd probably lose money on the deal. Ace's lawyers were jerking me around anyway. The statement was for royalties on songs for the period of July to December 1996, the height of the Kiss reunion tour. Songs like Cold Gin, that's, I think, Ace's biggest streaming I, Kiss song. I kind of like that song. <laughs> I kind of like it's, it, too. It's so elementary, yeah. but... it's. Yeah, it's it's not bad though. Ace could write a good song. I mean, that's the funny thing for all his foolishness. Right. And he could play guitar. I mean, it's inarguable. Maybe that's what 99% of his brain operates for is just to play the guitar. <laughs> Probably. Leaving very little for all other affairs. <laughs> Anyway, this is at the height of the KISS reunion tour. Songs like Cold Gin pulled in $4,071 for Ace's 50% share for the six-month period. So the song was making $8,000 a year. Eighty-one forty-two, Was that right? Eighty-one forty, dollars correct, Jim. Showing yes. off. Okay. <laughs> just had to. My brain does it. Coming Home was wow. written with Paul Stanley, and Ace only retained a 25% share. That's interesting. He wrote it with Paul Stanley, but somehow Ace only has 25%. The song reaped Ace $52.99, which would be <laughs> $10,498, Jim Bentley, for uh, the year. No, eleven. Oh, Eleven thousand. Fifty-two ninety-nine times two. Oh, fifty-two. I thought you said fifty-nine. Oh, was there an incorrect Sorry. correction? Ooh. Yes, there was. <laughs> yes, Jim Bentley's leading the league. Dark Light had four writers on it, and Ace had an eleven point seven five share. How does Ace have eleven point seven five? There's four. Oh, anyway. <laughs> and that song pulled in a whopping twenty-five dollars and forty-one cents for six months. <laughs> Fifty dollars and eighty-two grand, cents right? for the year. I, I've never heard of it. Two hundred. $25.41 for six months. So it'd be $50.82 for the year. Ace was the was only receiving royalties on 16 songs with his tenure with KISS. His two highest grossing songs at that period were Parasite, 14032 and Rock Bottom, 11195 
Well, that's a, oh. that's an income anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a nice twenty-eight thing. grand plus twenty-two. That's fifty grand. It's a start. I mean, he is touring. I'd buy it and pay itself off in three years. Yeah, except you know, yeah, streaming was dropping. coming. So I don't, I don't know. I think this is when people are buying physical albums. Right. Income would dramatically drop off after the tour. Yeah, they're at the, they're also in the reunion tour at this time. These figures probably peak because they're high interest of the band during that time. Relative rates jump when there's a successful tour or album, a death in the band, or a change in media. When CDs became popular, people bought their old CD albums in the CD format, and everyone in the music business benefited from the change. Mm. Ace's small percentage of the 16 songs he retained rights to pulled in $42,775 for the months of July through December 1996. So that's mm. 85 grand a year. Sheet music sales were 1994 for that time period as Kiss-influenced guitarists bought the transcriptions to their favorite Kiss songs. To learn how to play. Okay. Sure. That's kind of... Um, but Ace, Ace also made money when they were on tour even without Ace. So that doesn't... That doesn't tell us what his income was. He was on the tour playing at that time, so Ace oh, was so probably making a lot of money yeah, at that time. Additional income. This yeah, is... that's eighty-six thousand for his songwriting. That's not very much. I, I wonder what it is now. It's probably a lot less. But I'm going to dig into this book, and we're going to have some fun with it, and we're going to have Gordon on again. And, oh uh, wow! And when was the last also, time he was on? Nineteen whatever ninety-seven or ninety-eight. Whenever this, because wow. this book is out in ninety-six, and I remember. I, I bought it and I couldn't put it down. It was so funny. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Uh, actually, you want to look at it, Jim or Trudes? Jim wants to compute all of the assets. Yeah, there's, oh, Jim, there's some great, oh. there's phenomenal page after page about their royalty arrangements with Ace and individual songs, too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, a lot of numbers. Did they negotiate with him when he was kind of drunk? Well, based on the, the fact that that's probably all the there's time. four songwriters and he's getting 11.75 percent. That <laughs> would seem something isn't right there. <laughs> it's not even like a, a quarter of no. Or, you know, like 12.5 is a half of 25. Yeah, right? you think it'd be an eighth at least. It's not even a no. It's a not half even of a half. <laughs> well, today something happened that I'm sure most people probably think would be of no interest or very little interest to the show, but actually there's great interest. For me, personally, in the death of the great Jackie Zeman, otherwise known as Bobby Spencer from General Hospital. Really? Why? I saw that today. I'm like, Were you a Bobby oh, yeah, Spencer her. fan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah she oh, was, my God. Uh, she was that hot, red-headed nurse. Uh, yeah. She was beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Uh, I hadn't seen her in years, either. She still looked really good, I thought. She was 70 years old. I don't even know how she died. Wow. I, I, all I could think about was a couple things right off the bat. Uh, boobs. One, well, yeah, she had great boobs. She did. Busting out of the nurse's uniform, too. I, I, did she? Did she? I, I, I don't really remember. remember her. I did image search today. <laughs> it was unsuccessful. <laughs> there, was no, there were no good cleavage pictures of her. Oh, Maybe shame. Brandon can do better. Wait, is that her? <laughs> Get the fuck out of Wait. here. What? Yeah, she appeared on redcarpetnudes.com. No, I, you know, I don't know. I don't see a lot of... Wait, was that her in that oh, bathing she's on suit? Wee magazine, O U I. I can't, I can't tell. I, I don't know if these are real or not. I apologize. It's the World Wide Web. It could be anything. But it that seems picture like shows she up was, several times. If she was in red carpet nudes, it seems like we know it. Well, there's a there's like a shot. Uh, anyway, Jackie was. Um, she was very. Oh, she's in Wee. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, fuck. What is that? January of. I can't read that. 
General she was ever nude anywhere. Sexiest nurse, Jackie Zeman. Well, anyway, she was Luke's sister, if you remember Luke oh, and Laura. Right, 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 yeah, right. Luke they, Spencer uh -huh. and uh, Laura. I don't remember Laura's what name. What show was this? General Hospital. Okay, that's Laura was played know. by Jeannie Francis. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who was she was on that show for like forty years? I think she was on from the time she was seventeen till she was almost sixty, yeah, and then right. she was still on. She just really needed to hang it up. She did need to hang it up, and and she wasn't a very good actress. And by the way. When she married Luke, the storyline was this. Luke had raped her. Right. <laughs> How do you end up marrying your rapist? That's so confusing. What the fuck is that? Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> I actually looked it up today, and, and, and there was a story about Jeannie Francis still having trouble explaining how she married her rapist. <laughs> like she's responsible <laughs> for the script or something or for playing the person. She just took her income. She didn't give a shit. But how ridiculous is that? That is and, pretty ridiculous. And when it happened, Luke, who is, by the way, the most pussified-looking guy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He had a perm in, like, yeah, 1980. Like Art Garfunkel uh, hair. He just looked really faggy. Yeah, I don't know how else to say <laughs> and He was supposed to be hot? He was, yeah. Trudy, what? didn't the world pretend that he was hot? Yes. Didn't the world pretend Yeah, and God. He, he was not in her league, not even close. No. Way. And on the show, he was a hitman. It's like, get the fuck out of here. He is not a hitman. He is not a hitman. <laughs> that guy's a, yeah, he's supposed that. to be you a hitman. He's handsome. Fro. Yeah, he's he was a stud, Jim. And you know what? what? He actually dated Liz Taylor at one time. That perm is tight, I too. That was, that was Liz would just take anything in. <laughs> anything I guess. That was in yeah, Liz was like 60 and he was like 30, I want to say. Oh, my God. But, but it was like, wow, Luke Spencer and Liz Taylor. How hot is that? It's oh. like, no, that is not hot at all. <laughs> Gross. No, there were. there's that, no that, way. She's smiling. That's her rapist. There's no way that Wait, chick that would be with that raped guy. Her? In the show. Yeah. In the oh. show. Well, I mean, didn't it, wasn't it a deal where at first he was a bad guy and then he they was, were like, well, we got to keep him because everyone loves him. He had been sent back to Port Charles for a hit. Drew, for about two, <laughs> Drew is so invested. For about two minutes, I thought. He's really great, bro. No, I'm going to explain all of this. But first, I want to get to Jackie Zeman because, I had a, as I mentioned, I had a couple surprisingly interesting stories. One was I was at a friend's house. We were probably sophomores in high school. Mm. Maybe 15 or so. And his mom just kind of walked by the room like moms do, you know, oh, don't forget about, you know, something like that. <laughs> and she said, What are all these pictures doing under the sink? Oh. In his bathroom, because she was cleaning his bathroom, I guess. And he's like, Oh, I'm just, I was reading a magazine. She goes, But these are just pictures. <laughs> He was using oh. Jackie Zeman, Bobby Spencer, for spank material. Oh, really? And he had torn out some pictures of her, and they were like <laughs> under the sink, and there was like a little rack there where you could put shampoos and stuff, and he had like a pile of pictures of Jackie Zeman. Oh. <laughs> you watching spank tradition? Either you got to clean your own bathroom, or you got to put them somewhere else. I know, but after she said, these are just pictures, there was a really awkward kind of lengthy silence, like both ends kind of figured it out. It was like, oh, fuck. Here's Drew and his friend every Monday uh, when they get to school. Yo, everyone drank off again this weekend, right? <laughs> oh, weird. What an awkward moment that I was in the middle of. It's like, holy fuck, how did I get caught up That's in that? better than your mom finding a bunch of Kleenex. Oh, oh yeah, or that uh, crusty sock or something. What are you talking ah, about? Come on, man. Gross. Nothing. That's Dude. never happened. Anyway, Jackie Zeman was like, <laughs> I, will f I will say 
with great confidence, I think she was the first redheaded chick I thought was hot. Really? I did. I thought she was really hot, and all of a sudden, I don't know what it was. And just tell me if I'm insane, but when I was a little kid, I swear, I thought redheaded people were disabled or something. (laughs) I mean... I don't know. I, I don't know what. It, it just thought there was something really bad and weird about it, or retarded. I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I just thought something was wrong with redheads. My daughters are redheads. Oh my! No, I'm sorry. Well, like he I doesn't said, think I was a it kid. anymore. Yeah. I was a child. I was a young child, and somehow, probably some adult said something, and I just soaked it in. And I don't know. I just thought red hair was. So just your like, parents were talking shit about redheads. Back yeah, Ben. Then? I don't know. Apparently. So, Brandon, if Drew would walk by your family now, he'd be like, what's wrong with them? <laughs> no, I would have felt sorry for her. I would have thought, well, that child's disabled, I guess. It's too bad. I hope she's okay. My red hair. I hope somebody can take care of her. Oh, yeah, because the mom's disabled, too. I mean, geez. No, I really, I did. I thought there was something wrong. It wasn't, I don't think my mind had fully absorbed what it was or, you know, really, yeah. Uh, yeah. it hadn't quite convoluted into some, you know, genuine thought. But Who's I just the creepy thought, ginger kid? But something was wrong with red heads. I really did. Because there were very few in my world, yeah, too. Rare. There were hardly yeah. any. Yeah. And the only ones I remember, because I was really thinking deeply about this today, the only ones I remember from, like, first grade, oh, they God. were, like, the super freckly redhead types. Bright, like, bright red. Like, it was just their Hashtag complexion. freckle penis. They, it was like they had two redheaded parents with tons of freckles that married each other, and they just completely <laughs> multiplied the gene. She had double. And so I, I just thought, you know, it was not a good thing, and it was some kind of disability. I don't know. I don't even think I knew what a disability was. But... <laughs> Anyway, Jackie yeah, Zeman. Hair, someone light a fart off your mouth. <laughs> Jackie Zeman broke the mold. It was on to redheads, and and then also another thing happened. <laughs> this is in college. I, I did not think people were disabled if they were redheaded in college, right, but good. I still think I probably had a little bit of a thing about redheads until I had this roommate Jim who got laid all the time. This guy just was a machine. He was a real swordsman. Huh. And I, at first I thought he had red hair. Real. I can't believe these chicks are fucking this redheaded guy. That's weird. <laughs> what the hell is that? What kind of a weird sympathy. thing these chicks have. Sympathy lay. Orange no. cubes. Chicks really dug them. So, anyway, back to Luke and Laura. Um, Laura. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Jackie Zeman. This plot, Jim, I'm telling you. I know, I'm listening. Laura was born in Port Charles, New York in 1957. Poor family. Uh, lived near the docks. Remember the docks? The Occasionally docks, they would show yes. the docks, like when Luke was doing some hit work. <laughs> Ridiculous. Her mom had an pack of uh, appendicitis. This wasn't on the show, but this was explained that she'd had an, uh, an appendicitis attack. Uh-huh. And his abusive alcoholic father, Luke and, Luke and, um, and Jackie, or dad, what's her name? Bobby. Yeah. Luke and Bobby's uh, abusive alcoholic father watched her suffer until he allowed Luke to call 911. <laughs> and she died. Of course. So she died while they you know, were comforting her and begging him to call 911, which he wouldn't. And so well, he was busy. How traumatic. Uh, it was He's crazy. Dead. It was too late. She was dead. And then the dad walked out on Bobby and Luke. Oh. So Bobby and Luke were on their own. They're kids. They're, you know, like, I don't know, 13 Aww. and 10 or something. I know, just terrible. I'm picturing them living at the, under the docks, begging for money. <laughs> well, the truth about their mother Lena's death was revealed 50 years later on a, on a General Hospital episode. Luke accidentally killed his mom and his dad in a fit of rage. And he had blocked it out for all those years. Oh, my God. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> what? Yeah. 
And this is revealed by Luke and Bobby's long-lost older sister, Patricia Spencer, who revealed this on the show. No one ever knew about it until No, no one episode. ever knew. Uh, Bobby didn't know. Luke didn't even know. Luke had blocked it out. He didn't even know. He was shocked. Did they have that idea on the show 50 years ago and they hung on to it? Or do you think I don't, they just... No, I think it just came to them in yeah. 2012 or whenever it did. But Luke had no clue. He had no clue he'd killed them. It was, yeah. you know, it was a horrible thing to go through. So it was okay because... Fortunately, it was a hitman, so you know, he was a little more, I think, open to the idea of murdering people. Yeah, he was used to death. A hitman. But anyway, beautiful Bobby, and she was. She was really beautiful. I'm sure as a child she was cute, too. They moved in with their Aunt Ruby... Who I was a whore? Ruby. Ruby was a whore. Mm-hmm. Total whore. Of course, really? Ruby. She was, she was paid for sex. She was a whore. Oh, a literal whore. She yeah, was she was a whore. whore. Okay. And because money was tight, she made literal. Bobby become a whore oh. to make ends meet. So Bobby became a whore. I did not know Bobby oh. Spencer had been a whore. Sometimes you got to no do idea. what you got to do. No, no, I'm not judging her for it. She was okay, a sex good. worker. She was trying to put money on the table. Yep. Uh, like uh, many of these people do. But uh, but Laura was was wildly out of Luke's league. I could not believe she even flirted with him because she was married to Scotty. Remember oh, Scotty? Yeah, I remember Scotty. Yeah, and um, Luke, anyway, when he met Laura, he was, as I mentioned, a mobster who had been brought to Port Charles for a hit. And <laughs> sounds so ridiculous. What in the hell are you talking about? He also was supposed to break uh, up Laura and Scotty. Why? Yeah, I don't know. What I was for? part of the hit, apparently. But unfortunately for Luke, he fell in love with Laura. And that's when he raped her. Oh my yeah, because and the episode uh, do. the episode is famous because Herb Alpert's Rise was playing when he raped her. What? Yeah, really? I know, I know it's really weird. Herb Alpert signed off on that. I, apparently I probably got paid a lot. But yeah, that song was played while they were raping, so that was a big deal. Oh. <laughs> Can I hear it? Yeah, it's a it's instrumental. You might even recognize it. Can you hear the raping underneath? Remember when uh, Richard Simmons was an aerobics oh, instructor on General right. Hospital? Yeah. I think he oh played it. Oh, my God, yeah. And I think actually Laura got geeked when she heard it. She was at aerobics, <laughs> and it, it made her realize that she did care about Luke. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, that's the end of it. Happening. Herb Alpert. <laughs> Herb Alpert thinks he's hot, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think chicks fall for saxophonists. I don't believe that. They want the lead singer of the he's lead guitar player. Well, he's the lead guy here, right? His name is on the band. Well, in this sappy band, but chicks game. aren't going to this band to be his uh, movie, that, are they? That chick looks like it. Well, oh, he was no. also... Her dance is so dumb, I wouldn't even <laughs> want it to be a groupie. <laughs> what is this dancing arrangement in this video? It's like 12 people just dancing disparately, they're guys and girls. <laughs> so yeah, now they're dancing on the beach, and two guys put him on their shoulders. Why? Why? Him up. Why? Two guys with their shirts off. That is a huge gay turn. <laughs> I can't believe someone didn't flag this in 1981. I think this is the only clapping song that is no good. <laughs> Claps always make a song better. Totally. Hand claps are huge. I forgot to mention when Is I mentioned Here Comes the Sun past a billion streams, there are hand claps in Here Comes the Sun. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That's why. Wait, why is that guy taking pictures of them, too? God, that's such a weird song. Because they're such a hot couple, I guess. Like so- Luke and Laura. Oh, and there's something blowing her hair. They've got a, a wind machine. Right. 
Anyway, uh, Brandon, remember the video I was saying you couldn't figure out why I sent it to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, why did he did he just meant to see, send me the song, or is there well, something attached to the video Don't itself? hit play yet, but get it queued up, because what happened Scotty. was... Scotty, of course, finds out that Laura has a thing for Luke. What's happening to my oh, marriage? Oh. He raped her. <laughs> this is incredible. Oh, what fuck. the hell? And Scotty just flips out. He's losing his mind. And when he starts flipping out about it, he actually pushes Laura away. Oh. Because she sees this, this side of Scotty she's not familiar with. Oh, right. The side that doesn't understand why she's in love with a rapist. <laughs> so Luke and Laura, not only do they fall in love after he rapes her, but everyone is so behind. They're like, oh, I can't believe this. They're so in love. It's the greatest, coolest couple ever. But and he, it was but, a, but, but he raped her. And somebody's trying yeah, but, to. Yeah, but he raped her. Just, Every couple goes through bad times. They, they got do. over it. They no, got over it. There are always peaks and valleys in any relationship. <laughs> this one was a little unusual. <laughs> but all they had overcome was amazing. Oh. And the whole world was excited about Luke and Laura's wedding. It was yeah. like on everything the oh cover of TV Guide, People Magazine. Yes. It was everywhere. Luke Ants and Laura, Luke and Laura. We're like, oh, it's their wedding. So they got married, and the tragedy of this event is that Scotty finds out about the wedding. Scotty finds out where the wedding is, and Scotty crashes the wedding, oh. and he ends up getting on the boat that Luke and Laura are leaving for their honeymoon on, and he throws Luke off the boat, oh, and shit. Luke is believed drowned. <laughs> Until next week. Well, no, I think it I think it was like half a season or something well, so, until they figured really, out he was alive. Drew, I'm really trying to follow him. Who's Scotty again? Scotty's Laura's ex. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was okay. married to Laura when Luke raped Laura, and he comforted her through it. Oh. And he did everything. Oh, uh, the rape was when... It's good husband. Okay. Yeah, Sc I think Scotty manned the rape crisis hotline for a while, even. So Scotty's a good guy. Probably where Liz Holmes stole the idea. <laughs> was Scotty a good guy? Yeah, Scotty was a good guy. He, well. It did warp him a little bit when this happened, when his well, wife was raped and yeah. fell in love with a rapist. It did turn him... Yeah, into, went a little south into a bad form. guy. <laughs> but anyway, on this video, which is to the... I don't know why the video of Scotty throwing Luke <laughs> off the boat, Can't which wait. would lead to Luke being believed dead for months. They used the Lonely Island, uh, I'm on a boat cool. song. And you watch the video of Luke being what we thought was murdered. Watch this fight. This is the, one of the great fake fights of all time. Oh my God. This is a wedding reception, actually. Yeah, it's his ex-wife. Oh. His ex-wife. He's fighting for her honor. And no, Luke throws a right. And Scotty goes flying. Look right how, to the how much he's got to go flying. Scotty, a two-handed, like, Woo. backhand. Oh! That was a punishing punch by Bobby. Another oh! Luke, oh! Luke Scotty. on the floor, sprawled on the ground. Oh, Scotty. Scotty's wailing yeah, on him. Come so on, bad. Brandon. Get with it. <laughs> oh, again. Another punch. Luke is almost dead. I can't believe someone doesn't break up this fight. It's so bad. You're right. Nobody's broken. Oh, he's off the boat. Off the boat. He's going to be... He's going a, to die. Is that a left, too? He was throwing rights the whole time and threw a left? Oh. I, I think if you watch that over again, I think Luke jumped as he punched him. No, <laughs> he hit him he, so hard, he almost went out of his shoes. How does he fly Whoa. off the boat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he really threw his back into that. And yeah. then the video goes to like the 50 years forward where both guys are still playing the same characters. They fight again? And they're talking. Wait, Luke is a ship captain? I guess. I don't know. I didn't keep up with it. I mean, that was intense just to find out everything I found out. 
But General like, Hospital was a big thing at my high school. Yeah, that was huge. Ball, yeah. How did you guys watch it? It was on during the day. You skipped school? Jim, there were no VCRs back then. Right. But uh, first of all, it was on, let's see, it was on at 3 in the afternoon. So frequently, I would hurry home and catch the last 45 minutes. <laughs> hurry home. <laughs> and then when I was in college, baseball practice was over by then. So we used to watch it. And that's when... Gay. Reagan was shot by John Hinckley <laughs> while General thing. Hospital yes. was on, and ABC was overwhelmed with calls complaining right. that General Hospital had been interrupted <laughs> by a presidential shooting. <laughs> I swear to God. And that's something we can now blame John Hinckley for. Absolutely. And we one day we watched the coverage, which was fascinating because Frank Reynolds lost it was his shit. He did. He lost his he lost his shit because they somebody said Jim Brady was dead, right? And he wasn't dead. And so he had to correct it. And this is when ABC did, remember when they did rotating anchors? Yeah. They had Peter Jennings, like, in London, uh-huh. Frank Reynolds in Washington. They had Max Robinson in Chicago, I think. Oh, that was before Diane Sawyer. They wouldn't let her in. No. Point, no, right? not a woman. Because there had been the Barbara Walters disaster with Harry <laughs> Reasoner. <laughs> Barbara, <laughs> yes. But yeah, if you can find uh, Frank Reynolds, ABC News coverage following Reagan shooting, they should apologize for interrupting General Hospital. I don't think they did, though. But <laughs> I'm telling you, the whole nation was livid about yeah. this. Sorry, I'm, I just I know Frank Reynolds is a real guy, but I'm picturing uh, Danny DeVito from. Right. <laughs> all I can all I can picture is him. Uh, so it was sunny. ABC News. Video tape of an incident that took place oh. less than 15 God, minutes man. ago at the Washington Hilton Hotel. Is that Frank? I have yes, no Frank. Idea. At President Reagan. Here you see the president coming Trudy, out. can now. you imagine hey, that the guy that shot the president would be free, putting out music, no. and fans would be no. buying his merch no. when this happened? Isn't that incredible? <laughs> what an head trip. After the assailant, there are two or three people down on Oh, I love this. that. Security guy with the not, Uzi. Oh, you never see Uzis in real life. Hinkley should be dead. Look at that Uzi. Yeah, there was a lot of swearing that got on TV too, because Secret Service people were swearing. They were so pissed. Yeah, yeah. they fine. Can't hear the sound. We understand also that James Brady, the White House press secretary, was among those injured. The president had just come out of the entrance. Yes, there is. That looks like Jim Brady. Oh, jeez. Look at that. Look at that camera shot of James Brady shot in the head. And you can blood. see the top of his head and blood just pouring out of the front of his head. Hey, everybody. I just shot James Brady. Jesus Christ. This is the first time that uh, any of us has uh, seen any of this, uh, of this tape. The president, uh, let me repeat once again, the president was immediately... Uh, pushed into his car <laughs> as the agents are trained to do a wow, I didn't, situation of this kind and the car. I've never seen the dance mix version this long. Yeah, Reagan, I don't think at first knew he was shot. He was right. just shoved in the car, didn't know what the fuck was going on, and then he realized he was bleeding. Man, who is, who is the guy with uh, something on him? I mean, that it's, uh, long gun there? I don't know. It's uh, Bill, no, Bill Johnson. It's, it's just the Secret Service with an Uzi. Man, that dude is... Wow, that is quite a weapon, isn't it? Yeah. He's straight out of a RoboCop movie. Yeah, he totally is. Israeli submachine gun. I think he was one of the guys who was swearing. Yeah, yeah I he think is. because he's trying to direct traffic. They failed oh in a way God. you cannot fail. Look at Brady. 
White House press secretary. Where are the paramedics? The president is the one in the foreground here. Where is the fucking ambulance? I mean, this is how long have we been watching this? Three minutes? The president's been shot. Brady's just like bleeding his brain. There goes Hank, dog. Bye, everybody. I'll see you. See you guys. Was that Hank Lee? Yeah. Bye, everybody. Fucking dick. As the suspect. They kick the door open. <laughs> They're pulling out a locked door. No, go to the other car. Take them to another car. Fuck this. <laughs> oh my God, is that funny? Jesus. Hey, there's the ambulance. It only took two minutes and 45 seconds. That's not that bad. In the video, well, it didn't start right away. DC. Reagan was already pushed into the limo and on his way to the. Right. Reagan's already there. We can still see. This is not live. Now we understand. This, is, uh, please uh, understand Wait, this. This Thank is a videotape of this uh, incident that took place just a short while ago. I can look to me like Jim Brady was moving there. All right. We don't know the condition. God, is that bizarre? How much blood came out of his face? Oh my God. And Jim Brady was He's never awake. the same. Jim Brady was, you know, oh. could barely speak. Yeah. Yes, he was in pain all the time. The head, uh, he was. He. he when he died, they declared it was murder, by the way. Anything that might be going on, I don't know whether you can Added more time to Hinckley's sentence then? No, they didn't add a minute, because Hinckley was found innocent by reason of insanity. Hi, everybody. Two officers were also shot. That is the first time any of us have seen that, so it, it was not edited or put together in as neat a way as... Uh, as uh, it might be, the uh, first lady was catch not with Frank the blowing up because he I'm gets going to read what is given to me here. He was accompanied by press secretary uh, Jim Brady, by uh, Michael Deaver, one of his assistants, and uh, some other assistants who will always go along with him. We're going to uh, recue that video. What tape was he now. doing on the phone? So they watch the video again, and then it comes back to Frank. This, this is Frank Reynolds. I'm on the air, and I'm trying to get some more information. You say the president is holding the, president the phone has to his gone ear. To the hospital. That big cord. What did he, what but is can he you confirm that he's not been taken to a hospital? What? He has gone to the hospital. Uh, okay. All right. Okay, fine. Thank Fuck you. it. The yeah. president has not returned to the White House. Don't be afraid to have a phone patch so the phone will come up on the air and we can hear the other person talking. <laughs> or the producer take the call and tell him in his ear. Press secretary who was struck by the shots that were fired at the was, uh, president. Didn't someone else, and, uh, uh, who am I thinking There were of? two other people, we saw two other people on the ground there, just well, outside Well, Lennon was shot not long after this. ...as a Secret Service agent, and the other may be a Washington policeman, if we have any more information... He was. ...on the identity of those who were actually <laughs> wounded, or any information on Hey, Brian, on can you condition? Google um, Frank Reynolds corrects uh, saying that Jim Brady is dead? I don't know why I want to see that. He got an incorrect correction, and he was yeah. really pissed about it. <laughs> it was a, he made a correct correction. Yeah, he did. Yeah, somebody made a bad call. I think um, I was at Bowling Green, and it was after, like, my morning classes. <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> were you settling like, in for General Hospital? Well, was, we were watching General <laughs> Hospital, and that, that all was like... It was oh, a big college thing. Crap. Yeah. So how pissed were you when they went to ABC News? Um, <laughs> did you call and complain like I did? I was a journalism student, so I, mean, I was into it. I was into it. <laughs> I think no, you I called the call local complain. affiliate to complain? <laughs> Toledo, W-T-O-L. <laughs> I can't find it. Really? No. Oh, wow. God damn. Frank Reynolds. Just uh, Google Frank Reynolds losing his shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
How about ABC uh, declares Frank uh, declares Jim Brady dead? Nineteen eighty. I searched Frank Reynolds. We watched angry. it once. We've seen it on this very show once, right. but yeah. I don't remember where the fuck it was or how we found it. Yeah, that's his actual death. All right, whatever. Anyway. The media learned nothing after misreporting the Reagan shooting. I think we were on the right video. I just think we had it on the wrong spot. I just want to apologize for, uh, for thinking that red-haired people were disabled. <laughs> I feel bad about that. I've never and, uh, really been open about it. R.I.P. Jackie and R.I.P. Jackie Zeman, of course. Well, I'm the glad writer. you're talking about it now, Drew. Going no, to I, does that make I, you feel better? No, it's good to open up. Yeah. We all know They're that. Very, very vulnerable. You don't want to hold in that trauma. <laughs> what, I can't believe how much people say that now. If you watch any 20-somethings talking about relationships, they'll always go, oh, well, he's so vulnerable, and he really opened up, and you know the walls came down, and um, oh, those same a great conversation. And it's like, what? <laughs> I think there's a grift going on here. <laughs> I know. On one end. Not necessarily on both ends. No, I remember, like... Girls doing that early on. like Girls doing that. I don't want to hear about all this shit. Oh, really? No, I don't either. Yeah. I've seen girls do <laughs> this. It's like the first or second date. It's like, why are you talking about that? Yeah, I don't want to hear about your last three boyfriends. No. And all I see are, are three wangs going inside of you. And how hard your life is. <laughs> and this thing bad happened to you. Like, all you can think about is your mouth capacity when you talk about that. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> is that what's going through your head? Is that the ticker in your head while you're watching? <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the numbers are just going back and forth till it's a 3.1. <laughs> then you see 3.1 dicks in her mouth, in your and, head. And you're also Well, going, you see the fourth one trying to fight its way in and not getting in. jamming in there, <laughs> trying to just sit in the corner of her mouth. It keeps grazing off. And the girl's Open up! Come on, open up wider! <laughs> I am! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. You got one-tenth of this thing in there. <laughs> one-tenth isn't doing me any good. Jesus. How many times are you on a first date going, am I going to get laid after this? That's a good question. I'm thinking, I'm going to get laid. <laughs> I know I'm going to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. At first dates, it seems like it's best a long to think time, you're not so. getting laid, isn't it? Isn't that the best way to go into it? Mm. No. I don't know. It's different now. Tinder. <laughs> 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 well, that's true. <laughs> How many times have you been with somebody who was like, I know you like me. I know that, you know, like, um, you know, there's going to be no sex until. <laughs> I'm with someone for at least six oh months. Oh, my God. You know what? Then the, Check, that, please. No, that would be the, I've, the girls like, oh, I never have sex on the first date. And then, of course. And then they do. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. I well, you just put out and gyrate. You just shut up. <laughs> You're so going to put out. Or people who thought that you were into them and, uh, like, <laughs> oh. I've had that happen where they're like, You're totally into me. Like, oh, no, I was not. Because <laughs> no. <laughs> I was being polite. <laughs> I know. It's, oh, it is scary what happens when two people are not on the same page. Oh, boy. Jim dates guys. Mary, Hawk. I don't date anyone. Hawk, Hawk makes it sound like Kate's He's a beard being... or something. That's really weird. It's <laughs> not true. It's being a my dick. mother, my wife. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, he claims you're not the father of your kids. I don't know. That's 
I is love this? your mother. <sighs> saying he's the father, or what is he saying exactly? It's... How can I divert Hawk's attention, like to to Brandon? I am the father. <laughs> <laughs> I am the father. Is that why you have uh, Jim such an analytical brain for? Uh... Numbers and stuff. Oh, wow. Come on, Trudy. Don't. <laughs> You're like Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> Damn it. Love child. I do Man. like black holes. <laughs> Trudy is right. <laughs> it's a really good I documentary feeling, with Hawk about I have a feeling I'm going to be hearing from HR again. <laughs> really You're going thought to. this was settled. Because they're going to hear from me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, moving along, uh, this, this is something that... Uh, I did not see this coming, but I am not surprised. Okay, who was surprised to see White Boy Rick arrested? Anybody surprised? I was pretty surprised, to be honest with you. I was, yeah, I was surprised. I was. But in a way, I feel like I shouldn't have been because it seems like, how long has he been out? Three years? Yeah, two, three years now? Let me double check. Yeah, let's, let's check that. It doesn't seem like he's been out that long. He misses it. Uh, well, that's not no. why he got arrested. He didn't get arrested for drugs, per se. No. Um, he's arrested for domestic violence, domestic assault. But here's the thing. I have just detected, and from hearing from a lot of people, because people say, hey, I ran into Rick here, or I saw White Boy Rick there. Mm-hmm. And it always seems to be accompanied by... Wow, he had this really sweet diamond earring, or you know, he was driving a you know really nice car, or something like that. Well, when I met him, he had that huge medallion that he's uh, the oh, eighth, yeah. the eighth, because he's created his own marijuana brand. And yeah, he had some bling. He he was dressed to the nines. It looks Big like time. he got out in July of 2020. So he's okay, so he's been out for three, three years. years almost, not even three years. So when I saw him at uh, Killer Cares. Which, by the way, he was very friendly. He's always been nice. And everyone liked Rick. Everyone enjoyed talking to him. And he's a straight shooter. Uh, And when we interviewed him, I thought he was a real straight shooter. Yeah. But I really had a hard time because I couldn't stop stop thinking because he had a lot of bling on at the Killer Cares thing. And that was a year and a half ago. The first time. I mean, he hadn't been out that long. Like, well, I don't know what he's up to because it seems like he's got some money. And not that I went right to, oh, he's dealing drugs, because I knew he had, uh, he had started the 8th, the cannabis brand. But a lot of people have cannabis brands. A lot of people. Mm. And they're not all wearing a lot of bling. And it seemed like he was leaning into White Boy Rick a bit. <laughs> and not that that's, you know, I understand. This guy deserves to capitalize on it as much as anyone for all the years he spent behind bars. Right. That He should not have been in jail that long. Not nearly that long. Right. But then when you see that he's arrested and the police, of course, you know, they search you when you're arrested and they find he's carrying $11,000. He's wearing a gold Rolex watch. He's got two gold chains on, AirPods, and his keys to his Lamborghini. Oh, sweet. That was... (sighs) I'm going to burn up the rubber with my Lamborghini. (laughs) He saved his money. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that does make you wonder, though. Did he have money when he got out waiting for him? Yeah. Did he? He could have. We know he got paid something for being able to sell his story to become a movie. I'm sure that he's been paid for other documentaries. Well, he didn't spend money for a long time when he was in jail. He saved yeah. a lot, right? Yeah, he didn't have any upkeep. No, right. I don't trust. Wheeling and dealing. <laughs> I don't think he, well, he did uh, wheeling and dealing because he was selling stolen cars, cars from jail at yeah. one point. He's an entrepreneur. He, he is an entrepreneur. He absolutely is. 
and also the assault occurred in Quantum on the Bay uh, condos in Miami. And I looked up Quantum on the Bay. Of course, Miami's not exactly the best place to live if you're looking to appear to be free of anything drug-related. Yeah. But, but that's beside the point. Anyway, Quantum on the Bay are some pretty nice condos. It's pretty nice. Not the best in Miami, but it's anything only, in Miami is pretty nice uh, when you're near the water. I mean, it's a high-rise. It's only got a 3.9 rating. Really? There's a pool. Well, people complain <laughs> about different things when you see Quantum on the Bay, because I read some of them. They're, okay. They're not complaining about... Uh, you know, boogers being wiped <laughs> on the light switches. Uh, condos in Quantum of the Bay, they average around 600000 You can okay. spend a million dollars on a condo there, too, but he's probably spending at least half a million to have a condo there. He's driving a Lamborghini. Yeah. He's got eleven grand in cash on him. Um, and he says that he did not assault her. She says that he punched her after yanking... Uh, the diamond jewelry off of her that he had bought her Mm. because they were having sex and he called her the wrong name. She then uh, proceeded to quickly dismount (laughs) and during the dismount, he pulled the chains off her neck. Holy shit. Yes. Oh, he's trying to pull her back on him? Is that what he was doing? No, I think he was trying to get the. He had given her expensive jewelry, and I think he decided he wanted it back. Or I'm so not that sure happened if, fast, then, right? If that's where it happened, I'm not entirely sure that's where it happened. But okay, then during the dismount, she. she I'm not sure if it was during the dismount <laughs> okay. or during the departure. <laughs> they didn't say that in the story. But at some point, she was not expecting this, and he grabbed the uh, the chain and pulled it off of her. Ooh, that would and hurt. It contained some expensive item. On it, uh, she took off, and he alleges that she stole his fifty thousand dollar Rolex, so we can add a second Rolex to his uh, his Rolex collection. He threatened to call police, and he says that she called the police to beat him to the punch. He did acknowledge snatching the diamond jewelry off her that he bought her. I think he did say it was as she got out of bed. He was charged with, among not just domestic violence, for punching her, which is her claim, her allegation. She also uh, was able to get him charged with robbery by sudden snatching, which is actually a charge in Florida. Yes. Uh, Apparently it happens a lot more commonly on, you know, in some of those wealthy neighborhoods. People just... People will see... Grab the bling off Particularly older people walking, and they'll just grab for a... Wow. A chain, because there's a lot of people wearing a lot of expensive jewelry. Oh, idiots. He says the allegation he punched her is fake. Um, she is here illegally, too. She is his girlfriend of four months. Her age and name was not, were not given, but she is here illegally, and therefore she feared being deported, so she did not immediately report it. Hmm. Well, yes, yeah, she should fear <laughs> Now, So he's got a new girl, then, He's got a girlfriend who is illegally in the United States of America. Yeah, because I, I, I thought that he had a girlfriend, but I didn't think He did. Was... He had a long time. He had a wife, didn't he? Wasn't he married? Uh-oh. He was with ch- Michelle McDonald for a while. He had known her since he was a kid. Are the, who are the children with? <laughs> well, I think <laughs> that, that, that's that, a great question. Those were all, you know, I don't know. Separate, he's, got, he's got grandkids. Separate really, like, oh relationships. He has grandkids, plural. He was 17 when this started. I mean, the fact that he even has kids, kids plural. I think he does have kids three. plural, doesn't he? He's three, three kids. He's got three fucking kids. It's three kids. He's yeah. been out. Man. It's 
been a How do you not know that? Years? All you talk about is white boy Rick. <laughs> I was just finding Jackie Zeman, and he had three kids. That's like three kids before <laughs> you're 17. You know? That's pretty wild. Anyway, this is the weird thing. Um, you know, as she... Allegedly, as she's running out of the bedroom and taking off to get away, this at this point, he threw a shoe at her and missed, but he did catch up to her and punched her in the chest, is huh. the way the story went. And there is a witness! What? Now, how is there a witness? Because I know it's not a cuck Someone situation, not with white boy Rick. There's no cuck involved. Okay, there well, that is weird. No, the other, person, the other person would be getting cucked, I guess. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. Why would there be a witness? Uh, I mean, did this occur in the hallways, you know, outside of the actual condo? They didn't say. The Warren That's possible. Yeah, it corner? could be. Uh, and that would be a good witness if it was someone outside of the condo. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. It seemed to suggest, because they said they did not explain why there was a witness. Well, there's a... Because someone asked, They're in obviously. the bedroom, and the other person is in the living room. Or, right, you know, that could something. be. Or, like you know. say, as she's leaving, they're arguing... As she's trying to leave, and someone yeah. saw, I don't know. But uh, I still, I was really, well, I hate the idea that anyone is getting violent with anyone, and I, I hope this didn't happen, and if it did, you know, let the judicial process take place. I found myself much more intrigued, not to belittle what happened, I found myself much more intrigued that he has Lamborghini, and he's high-rise, and Weed business has been good. What's going on? I mean, been out. Has Potty even been legal the whole time he's been out? I mean, did he, did, was the eighth, was that set up right when he got out? Is it It, something that was going before he got out? It must have because within six months we had seen him and he had the bling. So I think that he had already planned on this, being the entrepreneur that he is, and say, hey, you know, when I get out, I'm going to go right to Michigan, start, you know, kick things back up with the legal marijuana. Um, but he's definitely been all up in that since uh, being released wow. from prison in 2020. Marijuana is not legal in Florida. No. Are you kidding Wait, me? What's not, so. what's not, pot's not legal in Florida? No, I don't think so. Really? What the hell? No. Seriously? When I was there, I couldn't, couldn't buy any anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny when my triple threat friends get here. The first thing they want to do is go to a dispensary. The <laughs> first thing. So novel. And we did. We went to... I think we went to Hazel Park. Was that the Breeze we went to? Probably. Probably, yeah. It's very close to you, and they have a lot oh, of they were, they were like kids in a candy store. They were so excited. It's, it's not legal in Florida, and it's not legal in Texas either. Can you imagine? No. Yeah, recreational is still illegal in the state of Florida. Stay um, off the weed. I, uh, you know, it's, it's really quite fascinating to think about weed being such a... God, when people got busted when we were teenagers and in our 20s, it yeah. was such a big deal. The I mean, it was end like, of the was world. Like, yeah, the end of the world. It was. Yep. And it was such bullshit. And I never thought pot would be legal. And I'm really glad it is. However, I just want to say this. Because it's legal now, you know, there was always a, if you make it legal, oh my God. I swear, it seemed like in the last 8, 10 years... A lot of people have become like round the clock stoners. Right. <laughs> or it's like okay to be around the well, clock yeah, stoners. Now it's- and I feel like there's tons of them out there. Are there does, do people feel like there's a lot of people smoking a lot of pot? Oh, yeah. I can yeah. smell it ever. There's a gas station I always go to, and you can always smell it in there. <laughs> Is that just because it's legal? Yeah, I think so. Because I just don't remember that many people being that high oh, but, yeah. when it wasn't legal. Or maybe I'm just 
you know. Well, put it this way. Now people don't have to worry about, you know, if you get busted with it, right. you're no, not going to get in trouble whatsoever. Even if you're, I mean, you're not supposed to be driving with it, but I can see that even if you are, well, no, that'll be a you're DUI also, or OE. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a operating yeah. while under the influence. Well, that's a problem. Um, you're also the, not supposed to grow it out. Side like in your you know right is that still the way it is in Michigan? There's yeah, you have, to have, you have to have this. Very specific things for being a, a professional grower. Yeah. I don't know if you get locked up, but I was at the uh, collision <laughs> store. I ran into Nick and Randy at B and B. You know those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yep. I have a thanks, buddies. <laughs> I have a rear quarter panel is kind of loose, and so anyway, I stopped in, and I always talk to those guys, and they're great guys. And they do a great job, by the way, if you're ever looking for somebody to do collision work. And they're not an advertiser. I get nothing for this, but they are very fair. Yeah. Really fair. In really fact, are. they're more than fair. You sent them. Totally you sent me to them. them when I got into the accident when I was an intern. Yeah, that's right. You sent them to me. Did they do a good job? Absolutely. I got the vehicle back. And the vehicle always looks great, too. When, so, my, when my garage ceiling and everything above it fell on my <laughs> last oh, that's car. Right. Yeah. <laughs> B&B fixed it up. That beautiful car, too. Yeah. So anyway, um, of course, right away, I was like, hey, how's business going? We're talking about business. And, and both both of them, and I talked to them separately, were like, oh, my God, business is fantastic. It's out of control. It's so good. And so I, I said, because I always ask them this, are you still uh, working on any classic Camaros? Because I love classic Camaros, and uh-huh. I'm always thinking, oh, I should buy a classic Camaro. <laughs> and both of them right away said, because I, Nick told me they didn't, and then Randy, I was like, Randy, why aren't you doing this? Ruh, ruh. I bought her a Camaro. Both of them right away said, we do not have time to work on classic cars anymore. We love doing it, but we, huh. we don't have time. We have so many, there's so many wrecks, and I was like, okay, what's going on? And they're both oh. like, okay, first of all, there's the phone. Texting and driving. And second yep. of all, people are so high, there's so many people <laughs> driving high that there's just a myriad of accidents. And I didn't realize, and I don't know what the numbers are like for car accidents or, you know, yeah. accidents relating to phones, but they said, yeah, you know, phones, especially with younger people, they're just texting on the phones or they're, they're <clears throat> fucking around with their phones and they're driving and they get in accidents all the I time. I see this every single day when I pass people on 75. I, I always, you can, when you're coming up on them, you can see their head is kind of down. Yeah. When you pass them, you see that they are just staring at that phone. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times when I notice that people are... Uh, bouncing from line to line. By the time oh, I, yeah. by the time yeah. I pass them, I see that they're they're occupied. They're, and, and sometimes you can see it. You can you can go. Oh, they're on Facebook. I know that. Yeah. I know that <laughs> background. They're on Instagram. Oh, that's Snapchat. Yeah. I can yeah. tell. So, so Big Gretch is about to sign the bill that's going to make that. And I'm a dick about it. I I yeah. tell people I, I use my hand as kind of like the banana, you know, the hang loose. And I How tell do they people. See it? I just, I'll be right next to them, making eye contact, like going back and forth to the road. And when they finally look at me, I'm like, hang up this shit. And almost 100% of the time. Oh, that was you? They, they don't do it. No, they do. And they look ashamed. And then every <laughs> once in a while, somebody will just flip me off. <laughs> but I don't like it because I, I feel like it's going to cause a lot of accidents. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to think when you saw someone who was weaving, yeah, I know. You know, weaving a little left. Correcting, weaving a little left, correcting. I always thought, oh, somebody's drunk, and now it's somebody somebody's fucking around with their phone. phone. Yeah. Yep. And so they are going to make. Now, what exactly will be illegal to do in Michigan? Because um, I, I, I thought, if you say cell phones are illegal in the car, then you're saying you can't even be on a no, phone call. No, but you can't have your phone up, like, or you know, like you can't be interacting with it. You can't be texting, watching, recording. I understand that, like that. But I mean, um, what if you need to make? Fine. 
Right. I so think, you yeah. can still make a phone call and take a phone call. It's you just free. can't yeah. be dialing it up or. Right. No. But the, the I think the biggest thing, the thing they're making the biggest deal about is texting. Yeah. People texting. Or when people or are at stoplights, they're straight up just browsing the net. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stoplights. Yeah, that's or, true. Or even those morons that we see all the time on, you know, like on videos who are are doing their like influencer oh, deal. Oh, God. I know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like in the car. Okay, so well, right as it stands right now, without the law, you could text at a stoplight. Well, no, I mean, well, you're stopped. There are a lot of jurisdictions, like Troy is a big one, where yeah. you can't do shit in your car, oh. or they pull you over. Oh. You know, like some somebody told me she was brushing her hair, and they pulled her over, or eating, or anything. So a lot of a lot of juris, separate jurisdictions have Freeze. already already cracked down on it, but the state of Michigan now is going yeah. to make it everywhere. And I think yeah, it all, yeah, the location is everything. If you're in a smaller town, there's a lot of police officers on the traffic beat, and they're kind of bored. So if, if you give them an excuse, like, uh, you know, anything from swerving to window tint to texting, they will pull you over. I cannot believe how many people well, have window But tent. in, like, Detroit, they have bigger fish to fry. I don't understand... <laughs> How could you think you're going to get away with tinted windows when they're banned? I know. Because they're banned in Phoenix. And yeah. um, I think Zip got his windows tinted and got pulled over all the time. I used to. <laughs> what? I used to get pulled over, but it was always the small towns because, you know, if you're in a bigger, if you're in Detroit, they're not going to pull you over for window tint. But if I you're just, strolling around a tiny little village, yeah, I don't care is, to give anyone a reason to pull me over that I'm wrong on 100% of the time. It just seems like <laughs> such a hassle. I've been pulled over for loud exhaust, a crack in the windshield, Ooh. you name it. Uh, something that's hanging from your window, oh, that's obstructing your, uh, your they, view. Well, that's bullshit. They, they still pick people up for loud stereos. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that seems kind of like Hey, did um, did anyone see... E. Jean Carroll on, was it GMA? Um, she was on the Today Show. CBS this morning? Oh, was it the Today Show? She was I, on the Today Show. She was on CBS today? I, I'm try- I saw it somewhere this morning. It wasn't. Did, what did you make of her interview? Um, I, don't know. I don't know if we saw the same interview, but I'm just curious. I think most people think of rape as being sexy. <laughs> she, um, she was very careful about oh, what she? she had to say. She yeah. shouldn't be. She has no reason to be careful. Yeah. She won. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she did. And, I then, and Trump is not careful at all. In fact, I know. I, I'm like, what? He just lost a defamation case. Right. Yeah. He's like, I don't even, I've never seen this woman. Right. Uh, but, you know. It. I didn't even know who she is. Her dog was named Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Trump from the town hall, which is like another thing. The night after he is found guilty of forcibly touching and defaming a woman, he's having a town hall on CNN. Her cat was named Vagina. (laughs) And that's one of the things he said because he was saying, yeah, they wouldn't even let it in that her cat or her dog, I don't know which, was named Vagina. Yeah. Like, what does that have to do with forcible touching? Right. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog... Or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow <laughs> See, to put man. that in. All of these things. He would, but with her, well, you need to put anything. Access Hollywood. The judge. Play it again. I like the way he says vagina. <laughs> so do I. I played it a hundred times before the show. Put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow to put that in. Vagina. All of these things. The he would, but with her, they could put in anything. I was Access wondering. Hollywood. I was speculating that maybe 
she had a cat named Pussy or something, and then this is just mixed up, and he thinks the cat's vagina. name is Vagina. <laughs> well, her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow it to put that in. Listen to the crowd when he says it. Dude, the crowd was roaring the whole town hall. He was, I'm telling you, it was an easy laugh factory the for dog. him. Or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow it to put that in. All of these things. He would, the way he says her. that. And then he also got a lot of guffaws when, with this exchange right here. I think is why you held on to those documents when you knew the oh federal boy. government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple that you're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> I can't oh, believe it. Oh, my God. The crowd was so pro-Trump. I mean, would you think this is someone who was just found guilty of forcible touching no. and defamation? And $5 million less in your bank account? <laughs> he had, they had 3.1 million people watching CNN, which is the biggest audience they've had in I don't know how long, but that's a big audience. CNN is getting less than a million people for their nighttime shows now. That's Why? how bad CNN is getting well, hammered. As much as I don't want Trump to be the candidate here uh, for the Republicans, I give a lot of credit for jumping into the fire pit of, you know, the opposing views. You wouldn't see Joe Biden appear on Fox News. Oh, no, no, no. Joe Biden is never going to be anywhere. I, I was trying to figure out, will he ever, because she asked him, a t she asked Trump a tough question, and he was a total dick about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, honestly, if... CNN had controlled the crowd, which is one of the reasons he was willing to do it, because he said, you can't control the crowd. You can't just invite who you want to invite. It's right. got to be, my people have to be allowed to be there. Mm -hmm. And he got that concession, and of course it changes everything. Would he have said, would he have been as nasty as he was to her if it hadn't been his crowd? Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. he would have yeah, been. I think he would have. Maybe. I, I, but that was smarter than one no way of going about things, and that's, and yeah. I don't think it... But she asked a fair question, and yeah. he acted like she was the biggest cunt in the world for asking it. But that's a technique, it. too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Joe Biden does the same thing, but he never gets asked. And anyway, I was thinking about this. He could possibly become a two-term president without ever having someone ask him why he denies he has a seventh grandchild, <laughs> which to me is a question. It's like the obvious thing you're going to ask him. How could you? I mean, I'm not going to speak to that from here. I can't imagine. I mean, if there's ever a debate, there's no way Trump won't bring that up. Oh. There's no way he won't bring that up because Trump doesn't even deny the existence of any of his kids. Or I mean, would I don't anyone think he else does. bring it up? Do you think DeSantis would bring it up? Yes. Yeah, okay. I do. Because there's no answer for it. What's he going to say? I mean, seriously, what is the what would be the answer to get you out of that one? Oh, that's well, my they, fucked they, up kid. He doesn't count. No, that's not an answer. Well, if they're if they're ever gonna do any debates together, you know his they people, better. Are, their people, his people are gonna find some sort of thing, don't you think? He's never gonna go what, in what without knowing find? the answer it's, to that. It's his grandchild. No, I know, yeah. I, but they're going to find a way for him to answer that. I believe before to he deflect. goes anywhere. I don't think there's well, an not, answer. Not to deny it, but uh, just know, to have some sort of. Rationale. I guess, because except they'll that, know. They have to. Prep I mean, him for children that. asked him about his grandchildren. He said, "I have six grandchildren. I talk to them all the time." And he named them one by one, and then he didn't name that one. And it's like it's such an obvious snub. And he's the president, and he seems like a family guy. It's really, mm -hmm. I, and I personally believe that he only does it because Hunter tells him to do it. I don't think Joe Biden would ever deny he had a seventh grandchild. Thomas Jefferson did the same thing, Drew. 
But they didn't have. They, nobody knew that back then. This this guy lost a big paternity case. But he the, was found. You are the father. I mean, a huge paternity case, and he's in court with her again, trying to deny her the name, which is I've never even ridiculous. heard of anyone doing that before. But I would. Ex- I was thinking about it the other day. I thought, well, I would assume at some point he's going to start saying he is seven. Because someone is going to hit him with that. There's no way. And then I, that's when I got him. It's like, wait, is it possible that he could go another six years without ever being asked about it? And it's like, he might be able to. He never has press conferences. No. So maybe he can. Maybe it's like, nope, we're, run, we're running the, the four corner stall on this one. I'm never going to be asked that question. Just won't address it. Because <laughs> he, he went on CNBC, or no, not CNBC, MSNBC, which, you know, he did an interview where you can ask pretty much anything. And I thought, okay, did they tell them you can't ask about the seven grandkids? Because she didn't. She didn't even ask. Probably. And MSNBC is not going to ask him hard questions. But, I mean, you would think at some point someone, I mean, someone has asked his press secretary, whom he just said, oh, there's no way I'm answering that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But added to I mean, like it was too. the hardest question in the world. He would answer it with another question to challenge you back, right? Like, well, what about your child who did this? Like, he'd try to try to get you off the off the scent of it. I don't. I don't think there's anything you can say. What can you say? You can't. You can say, well, uh, you're an asshole too. I mean, that just. I don't yeah. think that's a good answer. No, I think they would, do that think, all the time. But about. Pretending you don't have a grandkid? That's weird. Yeah. I mean, that's really weird. I, I mean, do you know anyone who pretends they don't have a child? <laughs> Prob- uh, I mean, what, what's his name? Uh, I, believe me, I know plenty of people who are not good parents and don't spend much time with their kids, but I don't know anyone who has three kids who says they have two kids. I've ghosted kids all the time, <laughs> but never children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hawk's a nice guy. I mean, honestly, I, I can't think I of anyone... Who I would ask them how many kids they have, and they would say a number different than the number they have. That's really, 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 really weird. Who's the rapper that we talked to the, that's a really bad dad? Did he, he didn't deny it. Which one? Uh, good question. The rapper who's the bad dad? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty blanket that's pretty sentence. vague. Yeah, no, uh, we talked about it like a month or two ago. What was the subject? Um, his child, he basically, he showed up the only time he's ever seen his child. Oh, 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 that's, uh, oh, what's his oh, name? shit. Um, not Pitbull. He's from, he's in Florida. Um, God, yeah, and we put him up on YouTube and he bombed. Florida? Florida. Florida. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. Florida. You know what YouTube he did? He bombed. <laughs> that's how I remembered it. You know what Florida did, Jim? What? He actually came out and said, uh, please pray for my son. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. So he had to say something because all these people were like, please pray for Florida's son, who he pretends but he doesn't have. he was have. silent for a while. Yeah, he was. Okay. He was silent for a while. And then the prayers and thoughts got so intense, he said, I want to thank everyone for praying for my child, who he never sees, ever. Doesn't want to see. And actually turned his head when the kid was in the courtroom at the paternity <laughs> thing. All right, I have a, I have a better question. Who was that? That was Charlie Boffel when he found his son. Oh, Charlie And he Boffel. hugged Guy Gordon. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That sounded like a woman. Guy Gordon. <laughs> okay. So in the last... Two weeks, I've seen it referenced four or five times, and it seems to me that it's kind of official that Chris Christie is running for president. Really? And 
the Republicans are not the party in power. So it's very conceivable that he could. He was always overweight. That he could be um, running for president. Uh, I don't know that he could be any kind of a factor or not. But the only thing that, that runs through my mind when Chris Christie announces, uh, or he seemed to be verifying that, yes, he was running for president. He's walking for president. <laughs> we cannot have a president that fat, can we? Uh, no. can we? Would we ever elect someone that fat to be president? I don't think Taft. we would. We did, yeah. No, that's, that's a long, that's one. in the those, 1900s. How do those presidents in, not count? In a vit Trudy, there was no television then. <laughs> People couldn't even see who they were voting for unless you saw them in person. <laughs> no, there's no way to draw pictures. Who's the last kind of chunky president? Okay, there's, uh, let's see, let's go through. We have Bush President Biden is thin. Trump get, got ragged for being fat all the time. Okay. I mean, oh, honestly, yeah. he got Trump brutalized for being fat. And people actually fat shamed him all, the, all, the, all well, day he long. He is in the top three for presidential weight. I do have the list. Taft is number one with 340 oh pounds. God, what a huge. fat fuck. Grover Cleveland, who was president's number 22. Okay, uh, let's just go through the recent presidents. He was 260. Trump was 239. Bill Nobody Clinton knows was 223, people. ranks number five. Okay, I'd Johnson? rather just look at the recent presidents. H.W. Bush, but he was the tall. video age, and we have Bill Clinton is recent. I know, but you're reading all of them. I'm going backwards from right now to when TV started. That's what's, what's happening in my brain is that I'm thinking a certain way, and you're well, you Kennedy just read the was, whole list. Kennedy was thin, and Eisenhower was thin. Lyndon Johnson was thin. Johnson. Nixon was thin. Yeah. Obama. Gerald was Ford thin. was thin. Reagan was thin. George W. Herbert Walker Bush was thin. Bill Clinton was a little chubby, and people made jokes about it. But He's he wasn't, number five. He wasn't that fat. No. Then after Bill Clinton, you have the other Bush, who was thin. Then you have Obama, who was thin. thin. Then you have Trump, who was overweight, and people made fun of him. <laughs> then you have Joe Biden, who's thin. Chris Christie is fatter than any of the video-era you know presidents. Eisenhower and Truman were also presidents during early, very early TV but Chris Christie is far fatter than anyone in the video age. I can't even think of a... Can you think of a senator who's that fat? Uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that he has no right to be overweight. or Rob that, that, Ford in Toronto. <laughs> he's not in America. He, Rob Ford isn't even... <laughs> Rob Ford is built more... He's built bigger. He's blocky. Yeah, he's big, though. He's a big guy. Can Christie just win so we can... Bring some humor back instead of everything being so serious. We just joke about him being fat. Heavy. <laughs> Have you ever seen the picture of Chris Christie in a baseball uniform? <laughs> it's, oh, it's one of the best pictures. You're ever. talking Football. fat. I mean, he is huge, midriff, giant midriff bulge. Yeah. Giant midriff fat bulge. Upper God penis that he area. wanted to <laughs> his base. <laughs> Look at that size of that well, why fucking guy. Why would you talk? Why Look at it right that. here. Dude, why would you talk? Come on, man. Because you tuck in jerseys on a baseball He's uniform. He's got a camel toe. No, that looks rich. Oh, toe. look at that little winner. He does. A mantle toe. <laughs> a camel that tail. Is, I mean, honestly, he should have said, I can't play. I look too ridiculous in the uniform. Yeah. Or give me play. huge pants. These things cannot be They're tight. super tight. Yeah. Yeah. There he is young playing baseball. I got a I fat good. upper penis area. Oh, look at that. <laughs> swing. It looks like a level swing, though. Yeah. No, can he oh, be president? Look at the look on his face. Does everybody have that look on their face? <laughs> no. He looks stunned that all that weight is turning at one time. <laughs> Look at his ass jut out, too, a little bit. Oh my right God. under the belt. He's putting his butt into he it, looks though. Like I'm, power. I'm asking a serious question. Can a, we have a president that size? No. 
No. I, I don't think so. Even, I, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe no one that size has ever really run for president, or sure. do they... And Chrissy Metz can't be president. No, she cannot be president. But just for the optics, for the health, you know, presidents are talking about health and this and that. Like, you oh, can't obviously. have that guy telling you to eat healthy. <laughs> no. Not that they always talk well, about that. Well, they would that, have but. to be self-deprecating about it, obviously. Trump isn't, but... And I actually... It's funny, all the people that bitch about uh, body shaming, no one seems to mind body shaming Trump at all. I'm not sure how that works, but he is, Trump is fat. I mean. You said fat um, congressman or senator? Yeah. Dennis Hastert was sort of a fatty. Do they and a perv. Yeah, he was a creep. <laughs> I don't mind piling on him. Yeah. I didn't think he was that, is he that big? Uh, he was among the in the Google search for fat senators. <laughs> he came up. Yes. Who else came up? Um, you know, some of these guys. I can't. I can't. One one dude from Missouri. I don't think of a lot of really heavy guys when I think of people in Congress or the Senate. I just. I mean, I'm sure they're there. I don't know. Congress, there's got to be some. Yeah. Dixon Hall Lewis. Does that n- name ring a bell? No. That comes up whenever you. It's just well, the he heaviest. Di- yeah, he died in 1848. Oh, he's an old dude. Yeah. He's, he's... Yeah, I, I mean, we would never know that. Nobody knows any Congress people from the 1800s. <laughs> and they didn't even know him. I'm sure most people voting haven't even <laughs> exactly. seen him. I want to get back to that. But, uh, you know, it's interesting because I remember when Adam Carolla said, Would anyone pay attention to AOC if she was in her 60s and she was fat? And I didn't have to think five seconds. Well, no. going, no. No one would listen to her. They'd tell her to oh, they tell up. her to fuck off. Yeah, which they do already anyway. Yeah, but because she says a lot of stupid shit. But all right, um, there was the request for the Donahue video guy. Who else? What other videos? There's a couple other videos that you we said the talked gay about a lot. Fucking shit. Yeah, got that's a good one. We should get that on so we can put it on YouTube. And there's isn't there another one or two that we've had a lot of. Re- Talks about talk about or the Donahue about, or one's the, the big one or drops from the Donahue guy is, and it is absolutely incredible that this happened. Is there the Boom Goes the Dynamite guy? Is he on video? Oh, He's on he TV, on video? right? I, yeah, he yeah, was originally. Video. Yeah, Tosh sure. did it. Let's see. I would have to go to Twitter because I, I I wouldn't be able to pull up that. Um, you're gonna have to give me a minute to find it. I think there, I can't believe there, I feel like there's a couple drops from short videos, too, that we've talked about many times. But while you're looking, uh, I saw this as I was just getting ready to come downstairs. There was this story on, I think it was on TMZ. Yeah, it was on TMZ. And it was Charlize Theron. And she's livid. She was promoting dragisn'tdangerous.com because... uh, they're in favor of story drag queen story time mm-hmm. and she supports drag queens. And so anyway, I, I was like, I was stunned at the, just how sort of, uh, upset she was about this. She, she said, I will fuck up anyone messing with you. Bullshit. <laughs> we know what's killing kids and it's not drag queens. And I'm like, Wait, is this is there an argument that no. drag queens or guns are worse than one or the other? No one said that. No one said drag queens kill kids. No, I I, I know. I'm like, what are you talking about? Then she says uh, they lip sync for their lives. Drag queens only make you happier. 
The, they only make you love more. It makes you a better person. Oh, I'm it like, does it that. makes Shut you a better up. person. What the fuck is, why is everyone talking about drag queens? <laughs> um, and then uh, she says, please help all of these great organizations. Um, oh, of making all these stupid policies go away. I guess she, she's upset because people are banning drag queen story time. And I'm just like, I, this comes up, it must come up, every other day I must see a story about, a story about drag queen story time. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't ever remember this debate over whether drag queens, or I don't ever remember thinking that, uh, you know, if only drag queens could tell stories to children. It's a really important thing that must go on, or kids <laughs> no. will not have a fulfilled childhood. What the fuck is that? Why, is can... such a, why are people so busy getting mad about it at all? Because I don't, I mean, why would we need drag queens? It seems obvious to me that anything sexualized in children is usually a bad idea. Um, yeah, well, I mean, no matter what. Drag not, queens are entertainment. I'm not accusing drag queens of trying to sexualize kids, but it just seems like there's something, like, I can't imagine that kids wouldn't ask a lot of questions. I mean, maybe is the there's idea enough, to make kids ask questions? I don't even know. There's enough videos online of six-year-olds twerking during those things that pisses people off. When, yeah, whenever, but that's, oh, there's always a few. No, I saw the, the drag queen teaching a kid how to twerk or something like that, which, by the way, I don't think twerking's hot. I just want to put, go on the record and say, <laughs> I don't think twerking is nope, hot. I'm with you. Really? Nope, yeah, 100%. I thought I was a freak or something because nope. I see people doing it all the time. I'm like, it looks weird. I'm sick of seeing it. Well, it's I, hard to do. So if you can do it, it you know the coordination. It's good exercise. Well, good for them. Good well, a lot of things are hard to it. do. <laughs> no, it's, it's just like you know exercise. But I'm sick of like, is there really that many drag queens out there reading to kids? Like that's not at every fucking school. I don't think school. so. I don't, so that's why it's like, why is it even a big deal? Why are people arguing we should I do it? Know. Shouldn't do it? I but. have no idea. It's like I, I would assume that. Nobody would care that much either way. I mean, uh, I, I guess some people are, I, well, it doesn't surprise me that people get bent out of shape about it because some people are just naturally bent paranoid of, of anything like yeah. that. But I, well, I guess I have a harder time understanding why people think that it's so important. Like Charlize Theron looked like she was going to lose her shit if kids are not told stories by drag queens. Like they have to be. We need to have this in every school. I mean, I, I just can't imagine it being that important no, to a child's development that not. it must happen. But uh, whatever. Anyway, I just thought it was odd that she would swear and say she's going to fuck up people for doing this. Or, you know, I, I think she wanted drag queens to know she has their back. <laughs> anyway, the um, the guy in Donahue, I don't even remember how we found this or why no, we found this. No, I do. The, yeah, I go do. ahead. It, it's, it's from Trial by Media on Netflix. And it's in a couple different segments, but somebody on Facebook put them all together. I don't have it at the moment. I do have AJ Clemente. Wait, we don't have the we don't have the maybe guy. I mean, I can I can bring up Netflix. It's going to take a couple minutes. Oh, I don't have that video on hand. No. Yeah, it's, is it your net Netflix account? <laughs> yeah. You know, forget it, Brandon. It's all right. <laughs> You know what? There, ju just so you know, Drew, there's a good chance that uh, Netflix wouldn't let us post it anyway. Yeah, they won't let you post it anyway. Uh, do they take it down? They won't monetize it. Yes, correct. It. Yeah. They, no, oh. they won't even let you post it. Oh, okay. I don't know why we're talking about posting it then. Wait. 
Because it was from Donahue, there's a chance they would let us post it. I wouldn't know until oh. I tried. Okay. If I get the mashup, we can probably do it. But if we play it straight off of Netflix, probably not. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, no, I thought we had discussed that everyone wanted to see it and we should play it on the show. So I don't know why. Well, yeah, stupid copyright laws. Okay. <laughs> so why were we talking about it? I don't know. We got lecturing. I don't know. I was hoping we could we could still do it and still post it and squeeze it by without them right. taking it down. That's all right. Forget it. Um, speaking of YouTube, <laughs> how many views do we have on YouTube, Jim? Oh, which uh, I just had it up. The the fart guy is actually doing a lot. Finally pulling his weight today. Oh, is he good? He's had about 120 views the past hour. Oh, nice. But how many total views? <laughs> what, what do you want to know? In well, I mean, are we at 250,000? Total views? Yeah. Let's see here. I gotta change the <laughs> gross. Oh, hang on. We are at two hundred about two hundred and forty thousand total views. Nice. That's a lot of views. And they've been going up. You know, we had to establish four thousand hours of viewing in order to monetize YouTube. Wow. And I've been watching Show after show after show after show after show after show, go to YouTube. Uh, in fact, you know, most carefully, when Carl went on and Shuli went on, and, and then I noticed that even shows that have been almost seemed to be staunchly against it, like, uh, oh, who does the, uh, the interview show, the comedian that's been doing it since 2006. He had Obama in his garage. Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Yeah, Mark Maron. About two months ago, all of a sudden, they just loaded all of his interviews on YouTube, yeah. although they don't have video. And, you know, the golden hour, every comedian, yeah. a lot of them do their shows live on YouTube because you can monetize it. Now, if you're doing, if we were doing the show live on YouTube, that would be, you know, if we could, if we put our 175,000 people and force them to watch us on YouTube, and they would watch us on YouTube, I mean, that would be phenomenal for in terms of monetizing i mean we know that but most people go live on youtube once in a while or maybe they do uh, one show a week on youtube or mm -hmm. but it's become the thing it's like it's the only platform that will pay for material and um and mostly we've heard i mean nobody no it's funny people don't <laughs> now it all makes sense to me people usually don't say oh my god we're getting rich off youtube but they always say, oh, yeah, we're making some money off YouTube. But I've never really heard any specific numbers. And so I was like, I wonder what would happen if we put stuff on YouTube. And I had no idea how many people would watch. I was pleasantly surprised, though. I mean, like last week, we had we had a string of videos that, that did pretty well. We had Corey Feldman was getting about uh, 7,000 views. And yep. uh, Post Malone <laughs> was a popular one. 6,300. He's got 6,300. That's got not 6, bad. 6,300. Carl's got 5,600. Hell yeah, man. Congratulations. <laughs> that, was, that was one of those ones. And Jim and I have a debate uh, almost every day about what to post. And it's really funny because a lot of times like, oh, man, that's not going to work. And you post it like, boom, 5,000 views. And the other ones you're like, oh, yeah, that'll be great. And, you know, 1,200 views. It's, it's like, just fuck. so weird. But I have found that generally what is on the video means almost nothing. Yep. <laughs> it's all in the headline. Yep. Oh, yeah. In fact, Jim's changed headlines in the middle of the day, and the video's gone from the nobody Jamie watching Fox it. The Jamie Foxx one. 
Remember, I changed it to, is Jamie Foxx dead? Oh, that's right. And it was because it was at like 200 views after like six (laughs) hours. You change it to that and boom, and then there's a boost. It's really strange. I got to say, I hate that practice because I'm sucked into things constantly and I'm like, Fuck that. They but never everyone else point. is doing it. I know. Yeah, I know. If, if we don't do it, then people don't no, watch. You're right. That's it's, that is the formula for clicks. But it's completely it's, stupid. It's insidious. And, you know, we put up uh, we've put up videos that I thought were were pretty good. Yesterday, the MTV video when we were going through MTV News's history. Yeah. Or Tuesday. Uh, now I thought honestly when you posted, I thought that's going to not do well. I just think didn't think it would because it's old and it's not it's not clickable enough. But it was actually a very good video. It was very interesting. If you ever were an MTV person, you would probably really oh, enjoy yeah, watching it. Nostalgia. But videos will not make it on quality. It has nothing to do with it. It's <laughs> all in the headline. If it's not clickable, it'll just die. So anyway, we've been learning a lot in how many, what have we done? 60 days, yeah, 70 two days? Months. Yep. And what's our subscriber level at now? It's at about 77, 75. Yeah. Oh, we're at 77. 77.50. 77.50? That's higher than I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, we we keep picking up uh, 20, 30, 40, 50. I mean, God, when we had the... You know it was a good video? It was the 18-year-old who chased yes. the girl to pull her over. He said 3,300. <laughs> 3,300 views. That was another Congratulations, one. Congratulations, right. everybody. <laughs> You didn't really want to post it, and I, I just yeah, thought, was like, God, uh, it's so funny. And then, but your headline... That, that smirk, man, that's what it was. But Jim's headline, headline was, the dumbest... What was it, the dumbest 18-year-old? Dumbest 18-year-old ever. <laughs> like, just generic, just the dumbest ever. And people jumped on it. So, anyway, it's been, it's been a really interesting experience, in some ways disturbing, because of the fact that quality means nothing. I mean, that's yep. like, oh, God, it's that, all in a click, so we have to become click weasels in yeah. order to do anything. That Asia, Asian farter from the other day is so fucking funny. Oh, like, he is funny. And he's only, uh, what'd I say, how many how many views? What's the headline? He was disappointing. You know what I thought about that, though, as the day wore on, and I meant to tell you, uh, put um, Asian farty smoked cigarettes in his ass. Oh! I'm, I'm changing it right now. Well, actually, <laughs> where it's kind of boosting right now. Should I really change it? <laughs> Wait, I it's don't, today, I don't is, know. It, is it today's video? It's today's video, yeah. New hilarious Asian far- I've changed that headline like three times. What's the, the what's the current headline? New uh, new hilarious Asian farting sensation. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always include Asian in my mental headlines. I, know. I don't know why, because it seems so weird that an Asian guy would be a fartiste. But of course I'm changing it. Asian guy smokes cigarettes out of his butt. He does. <laughs> He does take farting to another intellectual level, though, which, I don't know, call me a racist. And just how happy he is after every fart. His face is the funniest thing in the video. Yeah. But I, I do think smoking the cigarette out of his ass is the new ground that's being broken. Yep. So anyway, after all this... And shooting the darts. A, shoot the darts at the shoot balloon. Shooting the darts, yeah. That's a kind of a methane ripoff, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it makes him smile. So anyway, all this work, all this effort, <laughs> Jim had to learn how to edit this stuff, how to pull it off, recording it, everything, all this time we spend going back and forth about, oh, should boy, we post this? No, let's that. not post this. What was good on the show today? Oh, well, this was good. Um, no, that wasn't that good. No, there's no headline for that one. I mean, it's a lot of consternation back and forth. And because we didn't have any, we didn't have the right paperwork in, we never got paid. So anyway, um, the other day uh, I was asking about uh, what does it take to get paid? And so it's like, well, you need this form. And so I, I sent something to my account 
who sent me something which isn't the right form. So anyway, I just happened to ask Mark. I'm like, what's what is the what do they owe us anyway? And Mark goes, I don't know. I think three hundred bucks is like three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. Wait, we it's bought just Jim, the beginning. We bought Jim a new laptop. That was twenty five hundred. No, twelve hundred. Oh, was it twelve hundred? Yes. What did you buy a cheap laptop? No, no. It was like twelve. It might have been like fifteen hundred all in. I don't know why I thought it was more than that. Okay, well, fifteen hundred. Okay, so if we do another eight months of videos, we can pay for the <laughs> no, laptop. No, but it's going to exponentially grow. Like through these sixty <laughs> days is three hundred. The next sex sixty. Could then be no, 600 my, or 800. My point was, I, I think in my head, I thought, I think we probably make about $1,000 a month or something because we're growing, but we're not that big. I just had this idea of what people were making, and now I know my, the idea in my head was higher because people, and then as I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, yeah, people were never very specific. I was like, yeah, we make some money or we make a couple thousand or what, but nobody would ever tell me how much they made on YouTube, which I think is because they don't make that much on YouTube. Just stay good at what you're doing, which is, I guess, being but poor. Remember, to how many videos do we have that cannot be monetized yeah, or there's have a bunch. limited well, monetization we due went, to the content? We, we went through the last 20 of them, and like 14 of them were monetized. It's like, okay, so a third of them, so we'd make another 150 bucks? Big deal. I mean, it's just but not over time that. that no, I get. It. I I believe me. <laughs> I'm I trying understand. to defend it. <laughs> I do. I understand. I just thought two hundred fifty thousand views would bring more than three hundred dollars. That's all. I would I'm not think saying so they're too. cheating us or that we're getting screwed. No, it's like no, because you, you don't know until you do it. Because at the beginning they say, you know, I'm trying to read up on it. How much? How many? Um, how much does each view equal in terms of money? And it said three to five cents. Right. No, I, I read the same thing, Jim. And three to five cents. That should be 7500 bucks. And once you get an advertisement, you get another three to five cents, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, so you're like, okay, if you do, um, if you do 1,000 views, that's uh, 30 to 50 three, cents plus. 3,000. Uh, yeah, three, okay, 3,000. Right. If you do 100,000 views, oh, I you're talking you about. 000. Oh, you said 100,000. Yeah. So, yeah, if you go by that, but I knew we wouldn't get ads on every, every single video. So I was trying to be conservative, thinking, I don't know, maybe we probably made a couple hundred, a couple thousand bucks, but I was off by six hundred percent. But again, did you talk to Carl? Like, how long did it take? And I don't know how much Carl makes, but no, Carl would he be, makes more than we <laughs> we've made. Yeah, or haven't made. Carl does really well on YouTube. Carl does like uh, Are we sure, or is Carl blowing smoke out of his ass like no, that Asian like guy? No, no, I can see his views. <clears throat> I can absolutely see how many views he has. He has videos that have thirty thousand. I just views. wanted to work him, work him in with the. Asian no, I like that, and I sent them the video for who are these socials, by the way. So it'll mm. probably show up on that show too. But, um, no, Carl's never been specific. Carl's always said, yeah, we make a couple thousand or something like that. But nobody tells you. I mean, usually when you ask how much somebody gets paid for something, if it's not too specific or personal, they'll tell you. But I've, I, I thought back about it. I'm like, you know, come to think of it, nobody's really told me exactly. So all I had to go by was by Googling it, which says three to five cents a view. It says average. So. Right. <laughs> and three to five cents if you get an advertisement. And we have an ad on a lot of ours. Yep. So, you know, and I was I couldn't help thinking about all the artists that go, we're getting screwed on our music, Spotify, and all these people are such, they rip us off. Yep. And, and actually, they get accused of ripping people off more than YouTube or a lot of people. So anyway, the bottom line is, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 
But, <laughs> yes. but I, I do agree with the main, the main, the other point, which is that a lot of people outside your show see your show. Right. And we have had people who have found the show. Yeah. People who used to listen to the show who have re-found the show and were shocked, by the way. And I'm like, God, you just found the show through a fucking YouTube video all this time. We've been, <laughs> it's kind of frustrating. But at the same time, at least they found us. But if, we, if you started YouTube seven years ago, think of how much money it could be bringing in now. Well, that's... Well, uh, you don't want to think about that. You can't fucking change it. No, you can't change it. But it is kind of mindless that uh, I waited so long. I, I mean, I should have... Honestly, when I saw Carl doing it, I thought, I wonder if he'll ever get any views. <laughs> and sure enough. <laughs> and some of the other guys, they're, you know, the Golden Hour, which is a terrible show. They do like 100,000 views a show. Really? But those but, guys are on Joe Rogan once in a while, so. But the, you know what drives me? We have 7,700 subscribers, 7,700 plus. Yep. And then uh, how many of those are watching that? Not that many people are watching the videos. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, they no, just subscribed right. and they never check it out. If only everyone would watch the video. They need to turn it, either make it part of their routine to go do it or turn on the notifications so every time there's a new video, it pops up on your phone and you watch it. Well, by all means, if you're not subscribing, subscribe just to make me feel better because watch the it's, video. it is not turned into the moneymaker that I thought it would be, which is too <laughs> not bad. Yet. <laughs> not yet. No, I haven't completely given up hope. It does have a lot of other elements that are good, but... I just thought it would do better. Uh, Subscriber-wise, 7750 is really pretty good. So, anyway, we always need more. Um, happy Mother's Day. Don't forget moms. Don't forget your mom. And that uh, just around the corner is Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia, where they have everything you need to create a special meal for mom or for you or for anyone. Fresh quality meats, seafood, the finest produce. Joe's has it all. And the best ingredients. That's when I get hungry when I read the best ingredients. Their desserts are amazing. Oh, I it's hard to it's hard to choose because they're all really good. I hadn't even thought about their desserts yeah, yet. Yeah. So create a delicious and memorable meal for your mom on her special day. Why settle for less? Shop at Joe's Produce Gourmet Market. They're on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia, and give your mom the best Mother's Day meal she deserves. But again, if it's not this year for mom, maybe it's you next week or in two weeks or a month, Joe's Produce Gourmet Market, the freshest produce and highest quality meats in town. Show your mom how much you care with the best ingredients from Joe's. Happy Mother's Day from everyone at Joe's. And Hall Financial, thank you for sponsoring our show. And uh, you hear how Jim Buntley crunches those numbers? Who could you better have than big number crunchers at Hall Financial? Uh, They are crunching some serious numbers on the 1% Down program with up to $4,000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. And if you're paying high interest credit card credit cards, you have big balances, yep. you're getting killed because they just went up again last week, or was it this week? It was last week. Last week? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so nasty. And if you have questions, just call me and talk about it. I've talked to plenty of people that's like, hey, you're in the best spot you can be, unfortunately. But if you can use a mortgage, we'll do it. Save you hundreds monthly. Call 866-CALL-HALL or click the link on the website for Hall Financial for their five-star service. People are still, I told you I had that email from one guy who said, I had serious problems on uh, Friday, February 20th, and on March 3rd, I had no financial problems because he refinanced and he got rid of his credit card debt and all of those headaches went down the tubes and he's paying a much lower interest rate to pay it back. So that's how it works. 
Hall Financial. Everybody have a happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Moms are incredible. I don't, how do moms do it? How do they do it? Nobody knows. Moms do know best. It's commitment, commitment. They have that thing in their brain that goes off when their kids are not safe or need something. And it seems like it's always going off, actually. It's like Alex Jones's wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I bet that goes off a lot. Anyway, uh, have a great weekend, and we'll see you with a Monday show. Brandon, I'm calling to respond to this guy, whoever he is. He didn't name himself. At the end of the May 4th show. Who was that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, my name's... That's a great name. I've been listening since 1993 as well. Wow. And I think Brandon does not suck. Wow. I want to feel this guy's muscles. Hey, Brandon, don't listen to that fucking cum bum that called in dogging you out, man. You're my favorite fucking guy on the show. Do not listen to that cum bum. Man, some fucking people. Guys are fucking... Nozzle. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. Hey, Brandon. I'm calling to defend you against that real mean guy at the end of Friday's episode. Thank you. You do talk like a girl. Huh. But I think the boner line's awesome. Uh, love the drops. I'd love it even more if you brought back Ted Williams' clips of the day. Just don't worry about it. It's gone. But uh, keep up all the other good work. Tell that other dude. Calm down. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. Yeah, I'm calling about the telephone tough guy that calls from a blocked number like a fucking pussy bitch insulting Brandon. He was very obnoxious. I got one question for you. Does your dick touch your asshole? Go fuck yourself. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. Let's call it to defend Brandon against the guy at the end of the show on Friday. It was very gutsy of you to put that out, Brandon. Boy, it's tough. But uh, I'd like to do a separated at birth. His impersonation of you, he sounds like Mickey Mouse. Is it like, oh, listen to this guy again, man? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm tired of listening to your voice, man. Tired of hearing it, man. All right, now, get out there and make me some goddamn money. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey now. Hey now. I just listened to that bonus boner line. Not fair, not right. Brandon, you're terrific. I don't know what the story is with that troubled gentleman. He was also a coward. Editing boner lines. I can only imagine how time-consuming all these things are. But nevertheless, your content on the air is fantastic. Don't let the bastards bring you down. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. Brandon, dude, that creep that called and left that long message pushing his voice, you know, up and down, up to sound like he actually had a pair and down. Up, down, up, down. It could sound like a gay Minnie Mouse or something. I, I'm not sure what that was. That dude doesn't know anything what he's talking about. He didn't know what hit him. Yo, nice phone call at the end of the last show with the psycho who has a hardcore butt crush on fucking Brandon. Horrible. No charge. I'll beat that guy's ass anytime, anywhere. I'll beat his fucking ass. I'm not even a tough guy. I, that was the most annoying phone call I've ever heard in my life. You think I could take him in a fight? I, I wanted to kick his ass through my fucking phone. I wanted to grab him right by his fucking face and rip it off his head. What a piece of shit. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. Brandon, you ever need any help, buddy? You know who to call. Don't let that guy talk shit to you. Fuck that guy. That dude's got some issues. I'd like to meet him at a fan meetup. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. The guy that called on last week complaining about Brandon, we need to just get rid of him. If you can't handle it, you need to leave the show. Brandon, you stay. She said he's a pussy. Uh, I just heard the end of the Friday show. 
and that very long donor line call, uh, I, I really have to say, Brandon, sometimes I have a problem with you. Whoa, let's stop talking with this guy. Yeah, I was just calling uh, in regard to the turd that called trashing Brandon at the end of the episode. He called the boner line there. He's bad. Uh, as a loyal fan and listener, I think my vote is to kick that guy off the show. That guy fucking sucks. And that fucking guy... He's got to go. I love how you got to fight your boyfriend's battles for him. That douche nozzle at the end of the May 4th episode, picking on poor little Brandon with his little hands and his voice, dude just needs to knock it off. And I'll say it right to the camera, stop it. I think he should stop calling the boner line, and maybe he should start calling 1-800-MAKE-OUT-WITH-A-GUY. Yeah! We love each other, the women, the men. We love each other. Everybody loves...